0: Of the Suspense Is Killing
1: Us podcast is me, Kevin Clark. Travis, vote Matt Lynch. Hi, and we're doing it podcasting Woo! starts right now. <laughs> I didn't know that. Was, I didn't like your Baltimore Orioles shirt. I didn't notice that till just now.
2: Thank you. I uh, I didn't know what it meant when I purchased it. I just thought it was funny oh, looking. I, I
1: don't know what it means either. But I I'm a native Baltimorean. What are
2: they gonna do? Kill your kill my son is what his shirt says. It's based on some uh, yeah. What are they gonna do? Kill my son. It's based on some alt comic <laughs> oh. that came out alt right comic. <laughs> that, really? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> You never know. That's it could, true. It could just be like the way this, the state of things, it could just be a picture of a ball, a cartoon picture of a Baltimore or an or, or, Oriole in a gibberish sentence. And it's like, oh, that means like total white right. supremacists will take over. <laughs> yeah. That's right. one of their like thousands and thousands it of is, dumb It is codes. 14 words on your yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> <It's>, oh, no. <laughs> Some words. of their codes are just like where they're the finger and
3: thumb thing together. Right. And you're like, that's a, co- that's a code. That's a code. For code that? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And they're like,
2: no, it's just the A-OK. You never seen the AOK symbol? Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, that's boy. That's how they get you.
3: Wait, but
2: what does it mean? Did you find out? The A-OK no, or this no, thing it's I, on your I, I shirt? Did, I did. I looked it up when I was visiting my parents because my dad kind of like demanded an answer, and he, and he googled it, and I, and I found the comic that it's based on. I don't remember. It's it's not satisfying. I, okay. it, I, I assure you, it makes. I'll be some, the judge of that. It makes something like was not satisfying <laughs> that answer. It makes some sort of sense in context. Okay. Are you happy? No. I got it when I first started having disposable income, and I was just didn't know how to use money or anything. Right? And I was just sort of, I think I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, buy, buy that. I will buy that. I don't know how to use I my mean, name. I like the
3: gra- I like the graphic on it and stuff. It's a cool Yeah, you know, I, cool I, I still like it. I think it's, it's cool. It's a good-looking shirt.
2: And uh, and, uh, and most of the people that see it just go, "Hey, Baltimore Orioles." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah sure." Like, like, "Sure, sure. Right. Yeah.
1: Whatever. Good team. <laughs> I guess I don't know anything about baseball. <laughs> yeah, chipped beef.
2: Yeah, what the fuck do you know Baltimore. about baseball? Chipped
1: beef. Baltimore. I, it's you more know. like crabs is the is the native food. I heard that chipped chipped beef, chipped beef. yeah. I mean, chipped yeah, yeah, chipped beef. But, you know, lake trout, lake trout, crabs. That's it. Everybody's got crabs. Old Bay. Old Bay. (laughs) What a wonderful place. It's a great city. (laughs) It sounds nice. It's all like crab and seafood oriented. It's all crab oriented. I love crabs. It's the wire. The wire is all about crabs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's about the crab industry. The wire well, refers to the wire that oh, they use on the traps to Omar's catch the coming crabs. to steal our crabs. Steal
2: our crab meat. He's just got a huge fisherman's net full of crabs. Yeah, it's he's... all about
1: how the city is dominated by the crab trade. Season and it's six, totally guys. Season
2: six,
3: come on. Yeah, bring Simon, it back.
2: David Simon, You know you're listening, so Look, bring it back. I, I know it's ugly, but I took a, an entire city block and it's all crabs. <laughs> and we're just going to let the crabs do whatever they want. And uh, I don't know, you know. Crab <laughs> gets elected mayor. <laughs> <laughs> but, then he's, but then he, but then he immediately moves on he to the governor, corrupt. and you know, they—he forgets the people. Do you see that Barry
3: Levinson movie, *Crab ketty
1: The bay—that's about killer it, evil crabs. Those right, are crab? jellyfish. Are they? No, yeah. they're they're sea lice oh right sea lice that's right they're like yeah.
2: <laughs> I've seen that movie it's, it's not bad no, I, I, thought it was,
1: I thought it was pretty good I, for, for, for like for, like, for, those for, a, for a Barry things.
2: Levinson movie it's for, not, for not guys, terrible for Absolutely. the found footage ones I am gonna draw the line in the sand on this one I will not have this <laughs> I will not stand to you guys not shitting on the bay <laughs> if
1: it was if it was crabs it would be the old bay
2: <laughs> yeah this is the new bay yeah, well, I mean,
3: I didn't even remember it was crabs. Matt thought it was jellyfish, so we, we really love this movie. Yeah. I, d- I think you guys
2: are would think differently if you saw it again. <laughs> I don't know that I would.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not
2: going <laughs> to do that. I, I, saw, I saw it in the
1: last year. It's I'm sti- terrible. I'm taking I mean, my s- guns. But I mean, I saw it by, several by years By doing again. so, I will not be watching this movie. <laughs> this, is,
2: this is what's going to tear <laughs> this podcast apart, finally. Is the, the Barry Levinson's forgotten... <laughs>
1: <laughs> or you would it's say found footage.
2: <laughs> found footage horror movie. Now, how do you made? feel
3: about the param- Paranormal Activity though?
2: Oh, scared me so! I was one of those people in those videos that they showed the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: ah, I'm not aware of movies <laughs> I,
2: like they're like the people that the train was coming at like a hundred years ago. Like, <laughs> how, how are you this scared? Come on, by that movie. Ah, I mean, there I are wouldn't. People. I would never go to movies if I got that scared at anything ever. Let me ask you a question.
1: <laughs> That's too scared is, to be. Is or is not the Bay a worse movie than Sphere? Oh, hmm. well, they're probably like equally How bad. Feel, I mean, do, would you? I think you, you personally, at least, would argue <laughs> that Sphere is more amusingly bad. <laughs>
2: Sphere is really bad,
1: yeah. but it has that. I think that me screaming reminded you uh, of it because one of my
2: favorite scenes in all of movies, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman uh, freaking out with the uh, sea snakes going, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty <good>. <laughs> And Sharon Stone's like, "No, t- you're you're imagining the sea snakes and making them real, <laughs> Dustin."
1: <laughs> one of the she worst says, endings. Is one really of the worst bad. endings ever. In my opinion, oh, but that's it is from the book. It is from the book, and the book is like is the same. It's like it moves. You know, it's pretty exciting and, yeah. and interesting. And then you get to the end, it's like and then they make themselves what? Yeah, we'll make ourselves so so stupid, so stupid. <laughs> but maybe we won't. Okay.
3: And then the thing, and then the CGI ball shoots up, into shoots space. up into this into the space. Yeah. And then it's gone, and you're like, I guess why was it Pew. here? Yeah. Why was it does, it? does it explain why the sphere was here? To it scare, was a spaceship from the Dustin future. Hoffman? Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, and then they found out about the future. I saw that movie like whenever it came out. The what Sphere was, like, knew Dustin Hoffman is really ago.
2: funny looking when he screams, and, and that's all it wanted to do. <laughs> I mean, was Hugh and Hugh Lewis is
1: a helicopter pilot, and <laughs> he is. Yeah,
3: boy, I'm never going to watch that movie again. But I, I like I like hearing and about we it. We have Shriver's
2: in there. For I somewhere. do remember and,
3: that he was in everything at that point.
2: I think the problem is it's a, spear, it's a Sphere is the sphere. He went to Hollywood. He went sure.
3: to he went to uh, Mr. Hollywood and was like, "I think a part of the problem is that uh, Liam Schreiber isn't in every movie." And Mr. Hollywood <laughs> was like, "Well, we can change that. Here you go.
1: For two years, Liam Schreiber's in every movie." That movie's not even Barry Levinson's <laughs> worst movie. Probably not. And I it's don't not know. disclosure. And it's not toys. Is it that one where Robin Williams <laughs> is John I Williams toys, or is John Stewart? <laughs> no, it's Jimmy Hollywood <laughs> with Joe oh, Pesci wow. and Christian Slater. Yeah, that's probably one true. of the most excruciating movies I have I ever seen, seen. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I have that at the office. You have to watch that shit. It, <laughs> will, it will bake your noodle. It is oh very God. boring.
2: This is so exciting.
1: I wish
3: I, I wish we'd been. You guys had both been there when this guy years ago at Scarecrow asked me why there wasn't a Barry Levinson director section. I was and you were just like, like
1: Jimmy Hollywood. It sucks.
3: Well, I was like, I was like, well, here's th- oh, here's three people uh, berating this director that you like for five five to yeah, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And now you know why he doesn't have a director section. Now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> don't come again? Come back. Oh, don't come back. We won't be so polite next, next time. Get your patchouli
1: stink out of my store. <laughs> get a rope.
3: <laughs> why doesn't Barry Levinson have a section oh my god are you fucking kidding me
2: yeah if you go into Scarecrow and ask uh, why Barry Levinson doesn't have a section they will kill you like those salsa guys killed people that, that
1: mm. want to eat New York salsa yeah, yeah. Pa- the paste picante yeah sauce they fucking kill them yeah they hang them, they hang them. I mean the pizza rope. the pizza people execute you too I mean we don't know that
3: that rope was for hanging do we you said get a rope like maybe they're gonna just uh,
2: that's all they knew how to do
3: jump rope or like uh, tie a just bow or something to his head Head. You know, they tie gonna,
1: a yellow bow to his head with the rope They were going to moor a <laughs> seafaring vessel.
2: Oh. They're just going to tie <laughs> him up and cut him with <laughs> knives. That's not so bad. I, they, that was one of the longer commercials that they did, and it was just like a minute of them <laughs> yeah, slicing.
3: Maybe they're not going to hang him. Maybe they're going to tie him up. And then cut, bury him. In, bury him in the him. sand up to his neck. Yeah. And so, like, even if he, even if he somehow does escape, he's still tied up and dies in the desert. That's, and even more excruciating. Is that a, a much more <laughs> excruciating much death. Hold on, that's way worse. <laughs> You're gonna let the ants eat him. <laughs>
1: they just cut. They chugri. cover. They cover him with paste piccante sauce to so attract ants.
2: Yeah. Why? And, and why, since when are they making salsa in New York City? For like, there's a salsa factory in New York City? Yeah. I don't that's crazy. Think so. I mean, it seems unlikely. But it's maybe. Not but it was of the eighties. Yeah. I the mean 80s well, in, the 80s, ha- in the eighties in the eighties maybe. It was a heyday of New York salsa making.
3: Back in back in like the uh, Western the cultural times, elites though, that make yeah. that
2: salsa. Yeah. They'd always put like their soy, latte. towers. Put soy lattes in the salsa. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, all those Woody Allen movies are you know all, those, all about salsa. You know, all those people you don't really know what they do, those rich people that are they're having like dinner parties and stuff. They're all part of they're all salsa families, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they're all big salsa. <laughs> That's
1: all big salsa.
3: <laughs> your family made all your money from salsa. It's another one
1: of those saucer sure, families. Sure, <laughs> sure. What kind
2: of saucer do you think Kierkegaard would like? <laughs> I was reading Kant the other day and he was talking about saucer. I'm, like, I'm a get fucking monster. A monster. Get a rope. Get her, get somebody a get a rope, rope. please. Somebody, somebody
3: get a rope and hang these people with their, their awful salsa. This salsa's from San Antonio. Get a rope. I can't, be- I can't believe you bring the San Antonio salsa to my house. What, are you
1: going to you bury him up to, this, up to his neck in the sand? <laughs> what are you, a stroke victim? <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. And my, my
3: I mean, my, and my, my mother, you know, she stayed at home, but my father, he worked at the salsa factory, you know, right, right under the roller coaster at Coney Island. You know who was
1: a big salsa <laughs> fan was Andre Previn. <laughs> Previn is a and a guy. scary guy.
2: Sure. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of Woody Allen's on All salsa. Right. That's, a, that's a classic bit. No. <laughs> Woody
1: Allen's salsa rant. And speaking of... The, the, uh, best,
2: the best bits are ones you couldn't possibly explain <laughs> to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> at all? Uh, what? what? Oh my god! And
3: speaking of the postman always ringing twice. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that was Very shit! Good. I don't know. I couldn't figure out it. A... You've been sitting on that one. know, <laughs> like yeah. I was like, ah, oh, come I on, know go. just what to say? Hold on. Oh, here we go. I got it. I got a cue. <laughs> We're doing this. Is this
1: is going to be sort of a part one of a two part? That part two will come at some determined, undetermined point later. Yeah, because we we wanted to do all these noir remakes, but there's so many of them, and we've already done a few just Here randomly there.
2: throughout yeah we got a huge we got a big old list so yeah. this, this, this is part one we need to come up with a clever title i'm thinking best little noir house in texas oh that's not bad
3: <laughs> sure i don't know i'm not good i don't know
2: the texas thing is like misleading
3: yeah none of these take place in texas no i guess california is near
2: texas yeah the best little noir house i don't know we we, we, we can think about it we got some time <laughs> But we're, but we're getting in. We're getting so, into that noir, baby. We're
1: gonna, we're gonna do three this week. Are uh, the the nineteen eighty one Postman always rings twice. Yeah. The nineteen ninety Desperate Hours, and nineteen ninety five is the Underneath, which is a remake of Crisscross. Yeah. And yeah,
2: that Desperate Hours, man, I'd never even fucking heard of that movie.
1: A movie that I think is really terrible and also really good at the same time. The my, my favorite uh, of the
2: three.
3: The original's Weiler.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, my, oh a, yeah, Boy Wyler. Well, I, I love William Wyler, and that movie is fucking outstanding. Yeah. And I didn't my, think it was that great this time. <laughs> the 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 originy? The original Yeah, it's a
1: little yeah. The originate. <laughs> the originy. <laughs> I mean, it's not terrible. It's just like eh, Bogart's good. Uh, Frederick March is not very good in that movie. I don't yeah. think. Hmm. And like the family is just completely nondescript. Like none of the other characters really pop. Yeah, they weren't doing that. Yeah, but it's it is gorgeous. Bit, it's so good looking. Because it's yeah. black and I white love... VistaVision, 65 well, millimeter. Well, so and the... the night
2: photography at the yeah. uh, during the final sequence r- literally really blows right. my mind. Yeah, yeah. I've never yeah.
3: seen the original of that one. Yeah. But I was watch- as I was watching the new one, this remake, I was like, well, that one certainly has to be better than this. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's not, and this one is not even the worst movie either. No, no. It actually is... Honestly, actually, I liked. I think all three of these were
1: like, right to one degree or right another. I middle enjoyed all three of me. these. I don't
2: think I loved any of them.
1: I didn't hate any of them, but, but shall we shall we start?
2: Yeah, let's get let's get started with the, the, the one
1: that started it all. Postman plays replaced. <laughs> Directed by Bob (laughs) Rafelson. The
2: one that started what?
0: I
1: don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded good. (laughs) The disgruntled postman (laughs) meme. Remember going postal? Uh, Oh. Wow, that was a really grim text. (laughs) Looks
3: like we got more salsa in the mail today. (laughs) (laughs) A drifter
2: looking for something. Tell me something, Nick. Uh, Just a question. Uh, What would you pay a guy? Eight dollars. Room, board and you say you like my wife's (laughs) cooking. your wife, huh? A woman ready for anything.
0: Two people in love. It's just us. It was just you and me. What are you talking about? I'm tired of what's right and wrong. Don't for that, not look back what? don't look back it's a cop oh god Do you want to be
2: with me right in love and out of control <laughs> I want you to put the salsa between your <laughs> knees and fuck Jeez. it <laughs> daddy fuck that salsa give me some more money I'm winning a lot of salsa at
3: craps right now uh. Uh. The twenty minute scene where Jack Nicholson plays crap's. <laughs> I
2: want you to put five ECPs you know between what? your knees.
3: I like this one the least by far out of all of them, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, this you know what? This
2: movie's fucking boring. <laughs> this movie's like the is like technically the best of the three, but it was my least favorite, I think. I would well, say I don't I know, say, the underneath is pretty good. I would say quite.
3: on a technical level, like it's like pretty well crafted. Like it like, looks great. It looks great. The acting is like the, everybody's acting a lot. But like by by about halfway through the movie, I'm like, why is this movie on at all? <laughs> that's how I felt like about this movie and by the end I was like oh no it has uh, so oh no I was like It's like this movie Really wants you to care But they don't they Also goes like We're gonna We want you to kind of care A little bit And right. so at the end You go like Isn't this sort of a sad irony And yeah. then But then throughout the movie They never give you anything To hold on to With these characters You're just like I guess they're, no, they're all just reprehensible I guess they're sex Sexy Yeah Jack Nicholson is gross The whole time yeah, yeah. And she's like I wanna fuck this gross Grease ball <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like at Just covered he's not in oil Greek. <laughs> right, I know. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, my disgusting Greek husband.
2: I guess her choices. Seems nice enough. I guess her
3: choices aren't great, but like, jeez. I've read the book To this too And neither of the movie Versions are as good As the book
2: Does Is this Is this how the book Goes down too Because the plot the, Of this movie Is The plot weird. is the yeah, same Yeah I, but I think That it I think
3: So in, it like I think Ends in the, the same book, way? In the book It works But I think so you're It's been a while Since I book. read it I mean, Yeah it's like, it's like A first person thing And also like In the book It works better Because it's It's like that thing Where on the page It works better Than when you're When you see it dramatized Cause like Even the weird The weird In this movie The completely unnecessary And out of nowhere Section where he Where he fucks. Uh, Angelica Ugh. Houston. <laughs> yeah. It is is like in the book, it's like almost like okay, this I don't know. In the milieu of it, it makes sense because this you're with this guy. Oh, that who's does like happen. I want out, and I want I'm drifting around and stuff, you know. And like he's he's out, but then he's back, you know. Mm-hmm. And they, like in the book, I remember it being like reading and going like Yeah, this all works." And then watching this movie, you go like Why is this in the movie? <laughs> and she's, at she's all? a
1: ta- she's a lion tamer or something, right? It's w- so weird. Yeah, she's a lion tamer.
2: <clears throat> it it's you know, I, I'm shocked that that is in the book. It's it is so. I'm pretty sure it's from the book. Yeah. Basically, the last third of this movie is. just just as no, just nothing, yeah. <laughs> random shit happening. <laughs> it's really strange because I, I like this movie. I think the, the postman always rings rings twice formula is kind of famous. It's mm-hmm. like like I've heard it references. Like it's one of those postman always rings twice things. You know, so lady seduces guy into killing her husband. It's the postman always rings twice. And double type indemnity. Of deal. Double you know? indemnity
1: two. Um,
2: also, I don't know. Kane. I believe. Double indemnity part two. <laughs> double <laughs> indemnity, double part indemnity two. <laughs> They're back. Triple indemnity. <laughs>
1: And, uh, and that's Just when you thought it couldn't get any more indemnified.
2: <laughs> Even more indemnity.
1: <laughs>
2: uh. it's, just, it's just
1: so much indemnity. Murray is it Fred McMurray. Shut up, baby. And, and <laughs> What did I tell you before about shutting up, baby? Shut your mouth, baby. I'm going to go kill your husband because you want just, me to.
3: They've just got machine guns. They're just mowing down people.
2: Just mowing down husbands. Just mowing down husbands. <laughs> instead of having one it's like, the, it's like aliens, like instead of her having one husband to, for him to kill, she's, she's got, got like, like twenty. Husband.
1: And then there's like an, a husband queen at the end that just keeps laying them. <laughs> the
2: husbands are inside the room. That can't be right. The Fred McMurray characters right. is Game
1: an- over, see? the Fred
3: McMurray <laughs> characters the <is> an android.
2: <laughs> I thought
3: you were dead. No, I'm an android.
2: Not bad for a <laughs> <woman>. <laughs> <laughs> just,
3: just constantly drinking and coughing up milk. Speaking of which there's a gross scene in this where Jack Nicholson's drinking milk but a tree in it. It must be 100 degrees outside. You can't it's, not think milk, milk was, was a bad choice. choice. It's just yeah. gross. And then she's like, use a glass for that or he's, whatever. He's You're actually, like, don't
2: drink. Don't let him drink your milk at all. This guy's so gross. He sucks. He's also like painting, <laughs> he's, he's painting a rock he's, white. Rocks. That's my favorite scene in the whole movie because she's in her restaurant the restaurant is doing Slaven better now over the hot stove. For, for for reasons unexplained. Well, the the restaurant hot, is the restaurant's doing better.
3: No, the restaurant's doing better because she's like a famous because they got out. It was a famous case of them of them getting off. Oh, with the husband I hadn't put that so. together. And also they got that the new sign. Everybody there, But everybody there is like going like, that's her. You know, they're all gone. They're all whispering like, oh, that's her. And they're like, oh, she, she's going to
2: hear us, or she
3: she doesn't care. She's happy. You know, it,
2: so the business is <laughs> she's doing. She's got well. the world's hunkiest man now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the guy she has now? He's out back. He's drunk and he's drinking milk. painting a rock white. some reason he's he's jack nicholson
1: (laughs) i like the idea i like the idea that people like we're always talking about how in movies the past is terrible the past sucks yeah but at this point in this point history nobody had shit better to do than go like go have a burger at the place where the one lady got away with murder one time yeah like oh really that's what you tell your grandkids let's go let's go get uh, let's go get some scrambled eggs at at jessica lang's and once I saw a blimp, <laughs> the Murder Cafe. It's like all they had. They did change it to Sam's Murder Cafe in the Sp- movie. Speaking too.
3: of the past sucking, was something that I thought about while I was watching this. Was there's a whole sequence where they're at a bus stop, yeah, and it's and it takes place in like the during the Depression, right? And uh, the whole time I was watching that bus stations s- sequence, I was like, this is exactly what bus stations are like, <laughs> like now. now.
1: There's like God, there are hobos with a crap game in the corner, because
3: they, they set it up where there's just like a bunch of vagrants lying around all over the. Place and it's supposed to, you know, you're supposed to. It's like, whoa, they're really dressed up this bus stop to yeah. look like, like a, like the past. Like, oh boy, it was bad back then. And you know, it was almost like, this is just what bus what stops look like, like now. now. they just garbage. The same. They haven't changed since the 30s. Like, they <laughs> might have. They might have just found a bus station and gone like, oh, well, can we just dress up these guys who are already laying around here yeah. in 30s clothes and we'll call it good? Yeah, I will, they actually uh, made clothes a, out a of
1: cigarette butts in, the, in those <laughs> in those days, so that you could just smoke your own clothes. That's all they had. If you were an aristocrat, that is.
2: <laughs> yeah, if
3: you, you can
1: afford, afford it,
2: you can afford cigarettes. Ooh la la! The smoking
1: in this movie is just constant. It's just like it never ends. All they had was rock painting and smoking.
2: <laughs>
1: I go go, Looky loo at the murder cafe. I mean, the thing <laughs> I, they got—they <laughs> got white rocks there now.
2: Oh my God, yeah, white real, rocks! It's real fancy. <laughs> the uh, could, they're not real white rocks. Somebody painted, Somebody painted this painted one. them. Walked right. I want my money back. Hey. <laughs> hey. I think, I mean,
3: what the best thing about this movie is like the, the, just like the look and the feel yeah, and yeah. like the, the tone of it. Cause it is very like, it see, feels like dusty and dirty and sweaty. Yeah. And it feels
1: like and yeah, inexorable, uh, like everything, nothing good is going to happen here. Yeah. yeah. But
3: it, it's got that like, it's got that Raffleson energy to it, though, which is just that like, <laughs> I, which is just like, well, is anything going to happen ever? Or whatever. Which is, which works fine in like five easy pieces. I love right. that. You know, it works fine in like movies like that. But in this one, you're like, we are watching a thriller. Sure. Right?
1: Ostensibly, yeah. And
3: like, there are scenes where stuff happens, but then a lot of it's just like them kind of being like, Are we bummed that we did a thing? Are we uh, happy they're about an, it? Are we. Existential torment Do we have emotions? I feel like Jack Nicholson was going to Raffles and going, like, Bob, uh, what am I supposed to do? And he's like, You know, act. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, just be uh, act you know we're gonna make you all dirty and then you grab that lady's crotch and stuff what do you want <laughs> Well, we gotta. Go. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: i liked uh, i liked how there's a climactic chunk in this movie like towards the end where <clears throat> it just consists of jack nicholson and uh i forget the the actor's name who's the sort of the bug-eyed bad guy he's, the, he's
3: a gangster he's like one of the gangsters in bound yeah
1: yeah, oh, he's, yeah. he's mickey from bound yeah. yeah he's and he's very famous i just he's can't great. remember his name he's right in a now. bunch of stuff yeah yeah, he's in... <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> I'll have to look the, it up.
2: The, he was in Hoffa, which I saw recently. <laughs> but that, uh, but that, the stuff. whole
1: sequence is they go on a long car ride and back yeah. to get to get the piece of evidence, to get the papers. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, Jesus, God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that and that sort of seems like that's going to be the plot of the movie, and then it gets resolved really quick. And I kept on like during this last third, I kept on pausing it and being like, "How is there twenty minutes? What are you talking about? Twenty minutes? What? Yeah. Can, it's done. The plot is done." Which is funny
3: because the original one, the uh, or, I mean, the re- the the John the first one. version of this is like also not very good, but it is shorter and it is leaner because it's you know like a fifties you know noir, John P. Ryan. Uh, but sure. like, but like, it's also like. But it's also like, man, what? what when is this going when is this movie going to happen? And this was like classic like them kind of going like, let's take that but like let's make it realistic or whatever. Yeah, it's like you know, let's, that kinda... let's
1: make it grounded and really turn up the emotional turmoil of yeah, these characters. And then you go, "What?
3: Why? Why?" And also David Mamet wrote this and you could you couldn't tell. No, no, no. no. Like there's nothing mammody about it. Whatever whatever was Mamety about it, like was was like drained out of it by I guess these actors maybe improving their mumbling through their they lines. Yeah, there's or not whatever. that
2: much dialogue really. I mean, a lot no. of it is just sort of people glowering at each other. But it or... doesn't
1: even have. I mean, even like setting aside Mamet and his dialogue, it doesn't have that like what's this movie secretly about that Mamet oh, yeah. that Mamet movies often right. are. You know, like yeah. you know he takes. He 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 he's always sort of like using this as a construct to discuss something that's really never spoken about in the entire thing. You know, like is this about uh, Jack Nicholson's integrity as a man? No, <laughs> no,
2: right. No. <laughs> he barely registers. It's not like he's bad in it, but he's playing. He's pl- he plays like a schlub almost too well. Yeah, where it's like this man yeah. barely exists. He's horny and <laughs> uh, that's it. But really. I mean. Maybe yeah.
1: that's it. Ex- that's his existential mm. torment. Is like, I have to actualize myself by fucking this lady, stealing her husband, and also we can live in this shitty restaurant yeah. house in the middle <laughs> of nowhere.
3: It's the type of story, I think, that doesn't uh, earn, I guess, for lack of a better word, this sort of production. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is a sort of story, like, tell this story, but, like, do it in a way that's like, and then this happened, and then you see there was this dirty man, and he fucked this lady, and you see, then they murdered a husband, and then, and then, but then they didn't, but then they but then they did a second time, you know, and then you go, yeah, and yeah. the end, and she fell out of the car and hit oh. her head and died, and it's fucking sucked. And you go, wow, what a story, and then this one's like that sort of like, but what if we ground it and like, what if we put like think it's about stuff, and you're like, but it's not about stuff, <laughs> it's not about real character, it's not about real people. Except for the Greek guy, nobody even has much of a character. I love that Greek guy. She's like hot lady, and he's like drifting. He's like just a guy who barely exists, like you said. And then the Greek guy at least is like, I am a Greek man who's loud and and owns a restaurant and wants it to be mildly successful. (laughs) I'm even paying for a neon sign for half the movie.
2: (laughs) That neon sign is also like people love that sign. <laughs> they do. They love the white rocks, the sign, yeah. the the lady who is it runs a restaurant because she murdered someone. I like it when all the Nothing Boy Scouts
3: come by and he has to make them like hundred sandwiches for these yeah. Boy
2: Scouts. <laughs> Got to make these goddamn egg salad, egg sandwiches, salad sandwiches for these punks. Stop the press! Who's that? Press. It's the Boy Scouts. <laughs> Where does he get <laughs> those five easy pieces? Oop, oop.
3: oop. <laughs> the, but the, the Cub Scout, the Cub Scout leader is like. Okay, I'd like a egg salad sandwich. Hold the egg salad. Uh, cut off the crusts. Uh, hold yeah. them. Toast them. <laughs> give them to all Wait these, a, where have I heard this Wait before. a second. I've <laughs> seen this movie before. want
2: you to put the egg salad between all those Boy Scouts' knees. Yuck. <laughs>
3: Yuck. This is like this speak it's about between the knees should we get that well, I, I'm, I'm, enjoying, thought,
2: I'm enjoying doing this Jack impression but this is and, and he's not bad he's good in it but it is a like you, you this makes you kind of yearn for one of those life wire Jack right. movies cuz he's just he's, a a very, he's just sort of a downtry. I think he's maybe depressive he, he's bummed out he's a loser yeah. and he, that's kind of it <clears throat> well that's the problem with the movie is that Jack Nicholson is fine
3: in it Jessica Lange is fine in it but yeah, like, they're, but good. they're but they're like sort of adrift they're just like I guess this is my character. Is mm-hmm. a guy who says the dialogue and is sad or mumbly. Maybe. Like, he's like just sort of like there and he's not bad, but they're like, give him something to fucking do. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like there is a version Techn- of the story that could be <laughs> if, where you can like tighten it up a little and make Jack Nicholson act
1: crazy. I mean, he gets well, loud like, a few times, but, but like. Like, even in the John Garfield movie, like, Garfield is is like pissed off and scared you know he's yeah. like oh fuck look what i've got myself into oh shit <laughs> and jack nicholson is just like i guess i'm stuck with this bitch yeah <laughs> he's like, hey, but, i'm gonna I'm gonna, think, I'm gonna gamble he... all our money away at the crap game at the bus station <laughs> yeah. no but he wins, he the the money. wins a bunch he yeah. Wins a oh bunch. yeah okay
2: She's worried he's going he's
3: going to lose his money to Brian James. That sort of begins <laughs> the uh, sort
2: of s- s- sequences of events not leading naturally to other sequences of events yeah. that this whole movie has and, well, this movie is constantly like there will be a scene and you're like oh okay and then this scene will add to it will build to another scene and they're like nope they're acting totally different now in this next scene because yeah. a week has gone by or something. Well, there'll be a scene where like Jack and Jessica Lang like hate each other like <laughs> after like after all the shit's gone down and they're like eh, fuck you you bitch and he's like yeah you're the worst man and the world ah, fucking spit on your grave and he's like ah and then the scene will cut and then it'll show them <laughs> like a week later and they're like oh they're getting along again okay yeah. well yeah. I guess uh, they worked through it. Maybe yeah. this is
1: mammoth scene from a marriage.
2: Yeah, it might. Jeez. It might be. Like yeah. some... <laughs> Anyways, it starts. It starts with uh, Jack Nicholson. Uh, he's uh, like a sale, traveling salesman, or something. And he's and uh, he meets Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd doing a little, little at the top. And he oh,
3: just, you, I just want to get gas. I don't
2: want any. I don't want any tea. I don't want any tea. No, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, Jack
1: Nicholson really wants to be his buddy, and Christopher Lloyd is like, I just want to get on the road, buddy. <laughs> Jack says, I'll buy a bromo. What's up, bromo? Did
3: he rip him off or something it's though? An egg cream at the beginning. Yes,
1: he steals his uh
2: bromo, his wallet or something right. like that. Christopher Lloyd takes his wallet. Jack's getting all his uh, all of his buddies from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest gigs. Yeah. Always good for him. Still f- just friends with those guys. It's he, Jack's yeah. kinda right. kind of endearing in that way. Oh yeah, I respect that. I always love those stories of Jack just basically being that guy and on that set, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they all, all just sort of follow him around like they do in the movie. <laughs> that's, that's really cute. <laughs> guess what? Guess what? Martini. One day you're gonna make a movie about Jimmy Hoffa, and you could be my boss. <laughs> 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 Uh, do you think
3: do you think that Jack Nicholson helped get Devito the the Penguin gig, or do you think that like that they just that they just like went like well who's gonna play the Penguin and everyone went Danny, Danny DeVito. Devito? I think Jack
2: Nicholson got all of Danny Devito's gigs for him. It was like his dad or something, oh. or maybe
1: Devito called him and was like, "They offered me Batman, you know, second Batman movie. Jack, should I do it?" And he's like, "Let me tell you something, Dano. <laughs> Danny you, boy, that Burton kid'll let you do whatever you want. <laughs> you can pushover over, over you can him. Walk all, Did you see my movie? Ooh." Oop.
2: He's not going to make you wear the most disgusting costume in the history of film at all. Or have black bile dripping out of your mouth for re- reasons unexplained. <laughs> Danny Vito has very nice things I to say I did bone about that Michelle
1: actually. Pfeiffer chick. You should try to do that <laughs> too. I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming he did, yes. It's Jack Nicholson
3: we're Jack talking Nicholson about. Nicholson just got around. Legendary I mean, yeah. swordsman. Uh, well, anyway, so Jack Nicholson, speaking of getting around, Jack Nicholson ends up at this bo- at this cafe. Yeah, that's where he, he gets to, yeah. And uh, the guy, he ends up working for the guy, and yeah. then immediately, almost immediately, is like, I'm gonna fuck your hot wife and the kid. And she,
1: she wants, she's totally into it, too, because she hates her husband. She's
3: like, I hate my husband, and I love dirty Dirty gross dirty dude. She <laughs> just wandered yeah. in here. She's I love Cora, Her names.
2: Cora Papadakis. Yeah. Her husband is Mr. Papadakis. I can't remember his first Spiros name. Spiros, Mister Papadakis. Jason Manzukas, Papadakis, or Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> I mean, Papadakis. I don't know.
3: if It's the best idea, but that would be pretty fun if Jason a of, they did a remake. remake of this, and Jason Manzukas played that guy. Papadopoulos.
2: I'll get all the Greek, all the Greek comedians <laughs> to be in this. Lauren Lapkus, Tim Kelpakis. There is a
3: whole scene where there's a whole there's a g- big Greek party.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seems fun. It does oh, yeah. seem fun.
2: <laughs>
3: that was That's the best stuff in this movie They, is just, they drink is, all that ouzo. The best stuff in this movie is like the color stuff where mm-hmm. it's just like like wow, this is weird. Whoa, they really put a lot of production into making this circus in the thirties look right. neat or whatever. It and feels then, lived in, but the in but those like, scenes. it feels lived in like the 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 look of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, who cares? Like right. it's just hard. Like there's nothing there's nothing that is connecting you to it besides like you could be, you could be looking at a photo book of a of a party at a Greek the, yeah, a yeah Greeks having a party in the Depression. Go like wow, neat. It would it gets the same emotional reaction from me. Yeah.
2: Um, but this is the sort of place where basically uh, the Greek dude running the joint needs a mechanic and Jack knows something, anything about cars. I think he's a machinist, he says. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and this is the sort of place, part of the world where you need to trick a person into like staying because <laughs> nobody would ever <laughs> want to stay there. And uh, you, like they they keep on like cutting from like, this is the sort of movie where like, tons of scenes cut from someone going like, I'm not going to do that. Not in a million years. Cut to him like a week later. Yeah. He's been doing it for a couple days. Which I guess is like maybe a
1: theme i feel maybe. like yeah that's <laughs> like they're all trapped all the time yeah.
3: i mean that's obviously the, a theme that they're trapped yeah. you know in this situation but
1: the, the, the movie is like they're again they're existential torment but you're watching it going like over oh, what just leave yeah and
3: then also that movie <laughs> yeah. like the movie kind of does it too many times by the time by the point you feel trapped
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well it also feels like like it's like someone's modern at the time idea of what a film noir was where they took yeah yeah they took the conceptual ideas behind noir of alienation and economic you know struggle and being trapped and like you know yeah. this existential torment and go like well we'll make the movie about that but we're not going to tell the story because right. if you watch those old noirs one thing they don't tend to do is meander or like take a lot of detours no. they tend to be bullets except for know? detour it's true <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, this, the the, produce, the studio heads were not crazy about meandering. No, I mean most of these <laughs> movies take, are like ninety minutes. Cut you them know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
1: Although the original Postman is, is a little long, but still. But this
3: is but this movie is ninety percent meandering. Yeah, it's, it's all it about like trying to get into the
1: it's trying to get into the cracks of, of that story and sort of like it's all it's like uh, right. You know that that style of of filmmaking, especially in the late seventies, early eighties, that mm-hmm. sort of net new wave period hadn't oh, yeah. quite come to an end yet. And you oh, can yeah. see them going like, "We're going to do it, but like
3: this." That's what I'm saying. It's totally that Raffleson stuff, which yeah. is which is not all bad. It's just that it, I don't think it works for a right. for a like a film noir sort of. It reminded like me of New York, New thriller. York. Where it's yeah, like, where it's yeah. like
1: I totally dig that you tried to do it this yeah. way, and I I really like that movie a lot more than I like this one. But still, you can't sit there and go like that's a success. No, that's they, that's that's actually true. Yeah, I mean, all New York, New York has one of the most irritating lead performances <laughs> yeah. of all time. Right.
2: That but, movie is spe- no. I'm not spectac- talking about Robert
3: De Niro. I like Liza Minnelli in it, but yeah. that whole movie's like three no, hours. Robert of, De Niro is that, an,
2: a wildly that unpleasant. That movie is watching. It's like
3: three hours of watching Liza Minnelli not leave this guy for some
2: reason. Right. <laughs> yeah, that movie is like spectacular and fucking irritating. Yeah. 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 Like it is so beautiful so and weird. so hard to watch. Anyway,
3: anyway, but, uh, anyway, we're meandering off the point, off the, <laughs> off the track. Of, we
2: need to, we need to at least get to the main attraction of this movie, right? And it happens pretty quick. Uh, all that fucking, <laughs> all that fucking. And, this is a uh, Four
1: Douglas movie for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah well, yeah. For, Just particularly for one shot where, <laughs> yeah, that's that's really pretty crazy. Where because uh, there's honestly not that much nudity in the in this movie. Uh, some, there's quite a bit of fucking, but there's yeah. lots and It's of all fucking.
3: very, it's all very sleazy. Yeah,
2: yeah it's all very it. sweaty and and Jack, gross. It, it is pointed out multiple times, and he does he gets to do it a few times in this movie. <laughs> Jack Nicholson's uh, moves, as yeah. they as they, as it were, are just wrestling. Yeah. He just comes, <laughs> he just comes after ladies and just sort of grab grabs them and kind of like throttles them around. Get over here until they can't resist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. <what laughs> it's the... that real like, it's that real like uh, a lot of there's like two or three different like
3: like fight fucking scenes mm-hmm. in this where it's like they like are fighting and then like actually now we're fucking she's and like, hey, like mm. get your hands off me yeah. i'm already horny <laughs>
2: <laughs> Right. That that did it. Putting me in a half Nelson and giving me a noogie got, got the juices going. I'm ready to go. It's like this the Indian in bird was unnecessary, the, but uh, give it, has this wet wheelie getting you going, baby? It's yeah, like that, yeah, that yeah. horrible
1: scene in Internal Affairs too, where Andy Garcia has a fight with Nancy Travis, and I'll then now they're you. bucking. But th- I, I, think, I
2: think
3: this yeah. isn't this isn't as like quite as bad as that. Sure, sure. But it is that same thing where it's like. It's like, That's some real energy what? you got there. It's it's also that type of that type of scene in these in some of these movies where you're like, this is to, to, to the people making it like, no, this is what this is what it's really like, and yeah. you're like, is it? <laughs> Why? This how? is how people fucked like, back remember, in the day. Remember
1: huh? how? Remember how what? in the movies that you're sort of specifically referencing here, all that stuff had to be like creatively skirted around and alluded to. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, in our movie, we're going to show them fuck.
3: Well, I mean, but I think that was another part of the reason that they wanted to. The oh, movie, yeah. This is that 100%. they're like. Well, now we can just show them fuck the new freedoms. And and they actually, I mean, like, so they get. So and I think they push it. They do. So I think they push it further. In then it this needs to be pushed. Than, like they because they're kind of to go like this is not your granddaddy's. Postman always rings twice. <laughs> is it did, did did that have a guy grabbing a lady's crotch for a pretty for long, a long time? time?
1: Is it is it Williford who wrote the book? Uh, Kane James M. Kane. Yeah, okay. Sure. I, the reason I ask is because this Cora's favorite author. This seems more like oh, if if it was a Jim Thompson book.
3: It does feel more Jim Thompson. Although Thompson stuff is like way more mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just mean like the vibe. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. the vibe is just like we're, we're gonna get really fucked up. It feels
3: dark. like someone that's it feels like someone is making a Jim Thompson adaptation of a James M. Cain right. novel. Yeah, yeah. And then but so they don't quite mesh. Because Jim Thompson novels are about people who are shitty and then yell at each other and are shitty and then shitty things happen to them. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then, they and then, die. And then they die. Or or in the, the the best ending of one of his books, The Getaway, yes. they they don't die and they end up together and are like, We fucking hate each other. Yeah. this sucks. Neither movie ends that way, and I, it pisses me off. That
1: is my favorite of his books.
3: <laughs> anyway, we'll get
2: to that in another podcast. the yeah, yeah. Well, this movie has people yelling at each other, and then the next scene apparently they fixed it and they're fine. But let's talk about the scene where they fuck in the kitchen because
3: yeah, right. it's long and it's, gross. it's very long. And, and, it's some, people and it's the it's
1: famous, some people say, some people say it may be real. Scene. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't know. believe that. Don't but some people, people say, well, it. I don't there see that. There is
2: aspects of it that are clearly real. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. And there's a scene, where, and there's a scene where Jack Nicholson, because like it's a lot of. You know, madman style clothes on sex where it's like they're thrusting and moving and moaning but they're fully dressed and jack nicholson's wearing like a three-piece suit and she's she's got like eight dresses on <laughs> just get the just open up a hole here and then pull your dick out and then okay we're we're all disgusting we don't want to see our bodies uh, but but like uh, but there is a, a shot where like she she's her basically they're on top of this like you know, kitchen table or whatever, and her legs are spread. She's got her underwear on, and he is just groping her vagina and rubbing it for thirty seconds, like a really long it's time. It's a long time, and to the point where I, uh, your your mind can wa- drift, and you and you're kind of and you, and, I, and I was kind of like, ah, I wonder if this is a body double because this is pretty, you know, this is pretty intense stuff yeah. and then the camera pans up and it's like nope it's not a body double no. here you go they talk you're wondering. To doing that okay <laughs> yay okay. and then she and then she like sort of like hops onto him and then you're like this i don't i mean obviously the groping was real i mean there was no cgi at this time <laughs> um but then but then like the actual sex is like easily it's, yeah it's not even that real it's not
3: like the don't look now scene where you where people say that and you you watch that scene and go like, like it's maybe. so weirdly edited and and yeah. you go I don't know. Maybe they were Actually, may, actually, maybe. Yeah. But this one, because they're plus, that's like two fully naked people like rolling around in a bed, yeah. and this they is are like fully two fully clothed people fucking on a. Kitch- I think they on put on, on more counter. clothes. And you're like, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on,
1: I she gotta puts get a my, shawl
2: on. Put on your sex clothes. Where are real my suspenders? <laughs> put my
1: suspenders back.
2: Let on. me slip into something less comfortable. I'm gonna wear suspenders. Get my galoshes. And my <laughs> I, I don't want to put my
1: galoshes over my shoes. You're
2: going to wear suspenders and a belt while he has sex. I'm gonna put some spats on for this. <laughs> it's gonna be really Classy sex. He's holding a cane. <laughs> He's got a top hat. My, my monocle fell out. Let me put it back in. Pocket watch.
1: Uh, this monocle falls right. <laughs> Sorry, in my, my suit. cummerbund came up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> rearrange your your cummerbund,
3: sir. But it is very sweaty, even yeah. though it's all fully clothed. Well, everybody's stuff, sweaty on... all the time. And there's, but it's, there's but it's dust disgusting. everywhere,
1: so that it just gets it gets everywhere. <laughs> it's like it sand everywhere. It's like, so, fucking, it's like it's like fucking sucked. Tatooine around so here. Like you. soft
3: the plot there's not a lot of plot a lot of the story is just is just the, watching these characters not do anything. But, like, uh, the plot becomes, she's like, I'm miserable with my husband, but I enjoy fucking you. We should run off together, but I can't leave my husband. My and husband
2: barely wrestles me at all. She comes up talk. with,
3: she comes up with the plan to kill him. Right? Yeah. And Jack Nicholson is actually kind of, you because you'd think he's the one who would go, like, let's kill your husband. And she's like, I want to kill him. And he's kind of like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of just a guy who doesn't want to get involved in things. Right. So, maybe not. No, oh, this Well, okay. this is
2: kind of, this is. Kinda how, this is uh, and it's close to the original dialogue, which she goes, uh, "I gotta have you, Frank." Yeah, because who could resist? <laughs> I gotta have you, Frank. But if it was just if only if it was just you and me, I'm tired of what's right and what's wrong. And he goes, "They hang people for that,
1: Cora." Yeah.
2: And uh, but they she she gathers up <laughs> some ball bearings into a bag, and she's gonna do it
1: herself. And uh, it's, all, and while, their plan is to make it like he's drunk, and he fell in the and shower. he fell in the shower.
3: Yeah. Uh, not a not a terrible plan. Uh, except they have a new sign there, which a, which a motorcycle policeman is very interested in I love this new neon sign when did you get this new neon sign uh, we just got it today um, uh,
2: I'm going to tell my grandkids uh, about this sign it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen everybody's beautiful. got all this you sign know, you anyway. use some if white only, rocks. if only
1: photography was more common I'd take a photograph of it <laughs>
2: Yeah, those cameras they weigh like 100 pounds though what can you do hey look there's a cat up there anyway goodbye <laughs> <laughs> like the second he drives off a cat gets uh and this right and it's right when right Jessica Lang is about, to, about she, to she bashes him on she, bashes she
3: bashes him. him and then and then and then the the lights go out like a <laughs> And it's like, oh, and she starts screaming and Jack Nichols has to run up there. The guy's not dead. He's it like, really goes you're okay. Uh, I'm going to get you to the hospital. The cop comes back at some point and he's like, oh, here it is. He kicks the cat at him off. He's like, this cat got into that fuse box. Looks like the dumbasses who
2: set up your new awesome sign didn't close it. Jessica Lang also like somebody really play the
1: cop. I don't remember.
2: I didn't recognize no, him. Okay. Jessica Lang also like really chokes hard when this goes down because she like she knocks him out. <laughs> oh and, no! And then uh-huh. the lights go out and she's just going. Ah! Ah! And Jack Nicholson comes in there. And he's like, "It's okay, baby." And, and there's like a cop outside. And she goes, "They're gonna kill us both.
0: we're yeah. both gonna die." Yeah.
3: It's like God. Yeah. It's All it's right. not it's not good. She is not a good. She's not built for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, like, Jack Jack goes to the bathtub where the guy, is, he's been knocked out, and he's bleeding, and for some reason, I think because the cop's out there, and he's so he's, like... Oh, uh, I think right. the cop is gone, but also this guy,
3: it's, like, the lights went out, and also this guy, he's not dead, or whatever, so it's, like, shit, well, either we have to bash him on the head again, which is gonna and look is suspicious. And there's cop around, uh, Yeah, yeah you know. and this cop was just here. Yeah. Like, if the cop had come and gone, and the lights hadn't gone out and everything, probably wouldn't have, but... So he's, like, we gotta save him. Yes. I mean,
1: I feel like... Even also, if, he doesn't. Also,
3: he was kind of wishy-washy about killing him in the first place.
1: I think if they had, uh, I mean, maybe hitting him a second time would have been more suspicious. Although forensic science maybe wasn't what it was at yeah, the time. Exactly. However, the lights going out is good for them because then they can go. The lights went out and he slipped in the fucking shower. Yeah, it works. It yeah, works great. well, except she's like screaming. Well, her head no, off. I mean she <laughs> fucked it up by screaming so much. Is what I'm saying. We committed murder. I hope that policeman didn't hear me say that Premeditated murder I meant to do it We're gonna go to
2: jail for it
3: but Mr. Papadopoulos is okay. Yep, Mr. Manzoukas is he's, okay. He's just got a he's just got a bandage on his head, and he at a party says, this is my best friend, and he saved my life. And so and now and she's the, still with the party. Uh, the party is great. Uh, is great. Uh, they're, uh, they're, they're, just,
2: they're just dancing and drinking. It really makes you wish that you were Greek. For a yep. little like, bit, Man, though, my culture sucks, whatever it is. <laughs>
1: <For> all <laughs> a, they, all white, they do is white dance white and, and eat gas. spanakopita and drink ouzo. That's it. They're
2: just hammered. They're dancing. they eating delicious Olives and feta cheese. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, anyway. They're all they're all comedians. They're all they're all all improv based comedians. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. And so Galifianakis like <laughs> goes like I want you This is this man saved my life. To um, is it okay to do the Greek accent? I'm gonna do it. I don't here. know. Is there a Greek accent? <laughs> are you doing yeah, it? It's, if if it's I, pretty it,
3: close to Italian. Are, is if you are if hey if it is, what do you want? What do you want? I'm a Greek. Uh, eh, I don't know. I Somebody mean, make me some baklava. Is that what they know. eat? I don't know.
2: We'll have to yeah. We'll have to see. We'll it's have great. to see if we get hate mail. Oh. And we'll find out. We're going to find out today. Um <laughs> Yeah, and he goes, uh, and he goes. This a man here saving my life, uh, Greek
1: <laughs> from Greece. I almost slip in the shower and die. That's no good, boss. And Jesus
2: that. <laughs> that might be good. That might be a little over the edge. <laughs> Thanks, Benavent <Benevin Stanchiano. laughs> <laughs> And and all the Greeks are like, oh, it's so great. We love you. You are a hero. And this kind of comes back later, but nothing. Again, the 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 plot is not a uh, incredibly. St- I remember it's incredibly you, important to the filmmakers here. Just to get off
3: to, get off topic real quick. Oh uh, do boy! You, do you remember when we worked at the Metro and big fat my big fat Greek wedding was showing? Oh, there? I'll never forget. And it was. I don't <laughs> know if you remember, but it was sold out for like right, for months. weeks, months. Yeah. Yes. And it was always like on the weekends, like these, and it happened at the Grand Illusion when I worked there too. Like the Greek culture is still mm-hmm. like like this, like they like. We showed some Greek film at the Grand Illusion once, and I had never heard it's of just it. Just like all swarthy it, men. It was just, no, it was just, it was just like <laughs> so many medallions. Every, every Greek person in in Seattle showed up for these movies. Yeah, like they're like and, they're and like, like we are like, all we are all going, and they come in they come in. It's like a lot of numbers. It's like fuck. Oh, it's like
1: blue and white school buses just show yeah,
2: up. practically. It's I always like to I always like to go into the theater because they were real rowdy and yeah. and, uh, and but like, like having a really good time and you'd be like man I got to clean this shit up but it's also like man these people are really having they're fun. really into it and that movie played there
3: for like nine months or something ten Oh, months. yeah and
2: it was like for like a month just tons and like every great
3: person every, in Seattle it was it was weird. anyway it, it was just there were, this movie reminded me of that where I was none like, of them
1: actually <laughs> saw the movie or they'd know I'm not sure <laughs> I mean, they just
3: kind of went and had a little party in there
1: it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
3: Uh, <laughs> So they didn't kill so they didn't kill him the first time but they think of a plan to do it again cuz they're like yeah, well, and this plan. is probably the best part of we the movie. We want to do it. This is and this is the part of the movie where you're like waiting for it to get to this part. Cuz yeah. this is the action <laughs>
2: this is where something's <laughs> happening. Yeah, a thing absolutely happens. And it's one of these really uh this real miserable scenes. It should be pointed out that um is like not a not a bad. He's actually kind of a nice dude. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't like abuse her or anything like that. He's
3: sort of like I think he's like sort of like she doesn't. It's he's like a he, drunk. Yeah, he's a drunk, and it kind of. Is, but he's like a
2: friendly drunk. Yeah, you don't see him like throwing her around the room yeah, or yeah, anything. There's a part like like after he like has his head injury, he like and she's just sort of like, I guess I'm just gonna live, learn to live with my husband because he doesn't really touch me or anything. And he's like, I have a new lease on life, and uh, now I want to oh, put yeah. a baby inside you. Yeah. And she's, she's like, like, Ew. No. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, That's a deal breaker. <laughs> and he's like grabbing her and like kissing her cheek, and she's like, Blah. No thanks. <laughs> I'm. I, I still excuse like to me. See or
1: Jabba the Hutt like licks the slave girl and Return of to Jedi. It's just like, oh god,
2: oh god! But I, but I can't get enough of that dump truck, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> That's my only way out. It smells like eggs and cigarettes. He's just, he's just made of dirty sweat.
3: I don't think there's a person in there. I think it's just dirt. I'm over here into my grimy He's arms. moved into that
2: milk carton. <laughs> so basically Manzuka's Gross. like saying he wants to put a, ba- a baby in her is like signing his death warrant. She's like, alright, we're gonna fucking kill you.
3: <laughs> alright, never mind. We didn't kill, We miss the first time, but we're doing it this time. You're dead meat. She even says to Jack Nicholson, the only person I want to have a baby with is you. And for, kinda, for like, some reason. kinda like Put those uh, genes inside me. I don't know me. if that's G- a good idea. Give me either. that
2: sweet, oily DNA. Are you sure?
3: I'm <laughs> looking
1: forward to the stain on my pillow.
3: You might give birth to car parts if you have a baby with me.
2: <laughs> Old, rusty car parts, not even new ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh
1: your muffler, fix it. <laughs>
2: but this is a classic, like scene where you're, where, yeah. you're, where you're just sort of like, this must be have been what it was like to be a woman at this time, because Jessica Lange, like the Greek dude, is driving, and he and Jessica Lange's in the front seat, and and uh, and the Greek dude is just getting hammered, drunk off of a bottle of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a blank. It literally like a, just has three X's, X's on it. it. There's not even X's on right. it. It's just a brown bottle, and he's like swinging from it. And you're like, it's alcohol. I mean, I don't know. It might be gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who knows?
1: That's what they drink over there. It,
2: it's getting him drunk. He's super drunk, and California? then California, <laughs> and then Jack Nicholson like come, comes in and gets in the car, and he's like, "I'm also super drunk." And she's like, "God, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> these are the these are my options in life, all right." And so they're driving around. Well, in he's the car. not drunk. Yeah, no. he, he is actually faking it. And and uh, at a certain point, they they pull the car over, and he whacks a, a Galifianakis on the head with the giant wrench. And then she's, and I think she, she's like, I'm not sure that did it. And he like whacks him one more time. Like, oh, he definitely got him. That probably did it. <clears throat> and so they push the car down a hill, <coughs> yeah. and uh, crash into a rock. I think it's supposed to go off a cliff or something, but it like stops, hits a rock before That's it can pretty, go over. It's pretty good. And then they run down there, and then they <laughs> set the car on fire.
3: No, they don't do that. Oh, is this before they 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 go they go there and they're gonna like they're gonna set the car on fire and then she's like,
1: put hey, a baby in me right hey now. Why don't, you yeah.
3: come, why don't you come? over here and fuck me while yeah. while my husband's dead in the of uh, the car? I mean, it's this crash. Is a pretty. It's a pretty good, yeah. pretty good time to do this. And he's like, I guess so. I'm, I <laughs> pretend I, I'm I, Elias I am, Coteas. I, I am based, and you're Deborah Kara <laughs> <yeah. laughs> Unger, baby. <laughs> so he goes. They have sex it's in, in the weeds and He's like, okay, back to the plan. And he gets in the car to like. So like start something on fire in the car, then the car like rolls, rolls down the, rolls hill, down the hill further, excited. and then she's like genuinely like, oh no, and it's like, well, it looks more real now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: but now they got to come up with what he was doing and, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. and
2: like the, there's two guys. Like Apparently Jack has a pat. He's like basically was a criminal where he came mm-hmm. from. And uh, they they like as soon as he wakes up with all of his car with his injuries and stuff, they're like, "We're on to you. We <laughs> yeah. know that you staged this, and we we know everything and all. Oh, it's just a matter of time before we bust your ass." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, didn't no. she give him
1: up, or is they do they?" <laughs> no, tell he, he gives he her gives, up. He gives her up. Right, right, they're, they're right. he like, like, he's
3: like, "I am doped up and injured. Totally, totally doped. Sign these papers, I guess."
1: Yeah.
2: They basically just go like, "You sign this paper, or you're going to go to jail for a long, long time." Ah, okay, it, I'm on laudanum or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it becomes a it becomes it's kind of an a,
1: ether a boring.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm on an ether
3: frog. Doped up or dying or something. It's like a boring sort of back and forth of them like betraying each other. Yeah. In, and you think in this dull, is gonna, and incredibly dull ways. <laughs> and you think this is gonna lead to uh something. <laughs> but they get over it. I mean it's like it's like there's all all the stuff is there, it just sort of takes a while. You know, the lawyer basically likes gets them off, but like in the process in the process has like he figured out a way to get the ten thousand dollars from the insurance company just for him. So he's like, Well you paid me and you guys aren't going to jail, so it's win win. (laughs) You guys don't get any money. And she was like the, the thing is that Jessica Lang is like, I didn't even know he had an insurance policy. She just wanted to kill him. Yeah. She's like, I just don't like him, and I want to have sex with this greasy guy. And now
1: they're stuck because they don't, they can't go nowhere, so they're stuck with the restaurant.
2: Right. And
3: he Which turned, is doing and better he, now that she's a, that a murderer. She's a, an an got, escaped got murderer, got murderer. And for, she also, is, at one point, she's like is so upset, she like makes a confession, and he brings in the guy from Bound and that turns out that guy's not a she thinks he's a cop and he's, she's like i did it we both did it and anyway yeah. that
2: leads to like some plot that, towards the end yeah but very briefly <laughs> a little a little tiny vestige of a pl- of a plot yeah. comes back uh, but yeah, the the guy from Bound uh, is a, is a witness and he doesn't say anything and then he leaves and you're like that was interesting is no, no talking but he comes back later. I think
3: on. you're supposed he's they're supposed to think he's a cop but he works for the lawyer and the lawyer later is like you know that confession was bullshit because it was just my guy so it doesn't matter it, she was confessing to nobody I just thought she should get it off her chest yeah
2: <laughs> so so they've done the postman always rings twice thing and and they went to trial for it <clears throat> and he turned on her and then and then but they still got off and they're back together and there's 40
1: minutes left in yeah, the movie yeah. you're like what the postman. Has a second ring. She, and I guess the he's coming ring back. rings again. She yeah.
3: leaves because her mom's dying in a yeah. different place, and then and then he's and then he's bored. Just, he's immediately bored, and he hitches a ride with some guy who shows up with lions in the back of his truck. Yep. And then he <laughs> doped goes. Up, and then he dope, goes up dope dope dope, cougars. Doped dope, up dope, dope lions. Yeah, doped yeah. dope up cougars. And then he ends up at the at a circus, and Jessica Houston with a weird accent. Starts saying things about the li- the cougars being doped up, and then is like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm this greasy guy." And she's like, "Oh." And then it just cuts to them having fucked. Yeah,
1: they're all covered in they're all covered in oil. I believe they like, were a couple in real life at the time. yes but it
3: but it just like it cuts from her going like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm me." And she goes, "Oh." And then it cuts to them and, you're the like, and, sh- and they're the most handsome man. They're all planet. just covered in oil, yeah. and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." They okay. oil <laughs> themselves. gross. <laughs> That's
1: some tightrope oil. And
3: all the only reason this shit is in there is so that later on in one part Jessica Lang goes like your friend stopped by how could you f- fuck a different lady while I was out of town and then imme- your and stopped then by and gave us a cougar and then it's almost <laughs> immediately like I'm I'm okay with yeah. It, so then I guess. they get over it. It's fucking crazy. Then they have then they have gross sex where she spits in his face and then she's and then she's pregnant and he then eats they're, her out and then they're happy and then they're happy.
2: <laughs> at one point he's at one well, point it's like it's he does yeah. yeah, that's yeah true. I mean I, I would graphic. also like to point out just because this movie is you know this is that kind of movie that Angel- <laughs> Angelica Houston is naked in this yeah if yeah, yeah If that's something oh she's, that she's that you're naked and in. oiled up mm-hmm. yeah. So I was it's like another one of the things we're like oh okay. And I don't even think she's bad in it. I just don't know what she's doing.
3: She's in it for less than five minutes or what she's doing. In the movie, this like is the- actually
1: Etheline Tenenbaum's backstory. <laughs>
3: it could be. It could be actually like that. Would one of the yeah. one of the boyfriends? Yeah, it's um, the that lion. Jack could, Nicholson. Could be Jack
1: Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the superhero guy, the the Arctic explorer, and, and this piece of shit. Why not? fuck it, it
2: would make sense. I love the fact that that that, appa- that he just goes and hangs out at this circus for a, a, what seems like maybe a day. And then fucks this one lady and apparently tells her his address. <laughs> I guess. You're going to need to <laughs> or, know my address, baby. So here's my
3: story. Uh, I'm with this lady up at this cafe. We tried to kill her husband once. We did it the second time. Now, I see
2: you're getting bored, but keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and uh, yeah, so you think that that's going to be a plot thing? It's not, nope. because, like, she comes back and... Angelica, we don't see. She's not in it. We just we don't see it. But apparently, she deposits. She gives him a cougar (laughs) and goes like, "By the way, I fucked your, you know, boyfriend or whatever. Goodbye. Here's a cougar. It's one of the smaller ones for your trouble." There's no, It's not in a cage or anything, so Jack shows up, and the cougar's, like, on the bed, and they're, they're not really worried about there being a cougar. <laughs> no. It's very strange. Well, bear- I mean,
1: she the cougar's a line cook, though, so it's...
2: <laughs> cougar's a line cook. Like, he's great, too. <laughs> the
3: cougar's actually just trying to get some sleep. He's got to go to work in the morning. They're
2: going to wake up early. Uh,
3: slave driver's here making me fuck. <laughs> slave over the hot stove!
1: 12-hour day! Stop screaming making at this, each other and fucking this, each other! Making this cougar make 100 <laughs> egg salad sandwiches for these <laughs> <Yeah>. Boy Scouts. <gasps> One day we cougar we cougar chefs are gonna unionize. <laughs> he ate one of the Boy Scouts though; it didn't work. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you always lose one or two yeah, Boy Scouts on the one one on bike two. rides. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's why permission slips are there. <laughs> uh, and so that and that's when uh, the, the dude from Bound, yeah, Mickey from Bound, John, <laughs> John Ryan. <laughs> John Ryan, and thank he, you. Sh- he shows. He up. comes back. He's like, "I want to do blackmail uh, mm-hmm. on you guys," and then Jack just <laughs> kicks his ass. and He's like, "Never mind." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, "I want to do also, blackmail." This is also well, resolved he's like, very he's quickly. Co- he
1: wants to do blackmail on them with some, some evidence that he has elsewhere. Yeah. And then Jack Nicholson beats him up and is like, "Take me is to get it? that evidence." Where is it? And but so they they bashing bashing go on a long a car door. drive to get the evidence, yep. and that's real Jack, exciting. And then when well, they come back, yeah.
3: Uh, what? No, the when they come back is when she found out that yeah. when she finds out about
2: the cougar. Oh, thing. okay, sure, whatever. Right.
3: So we got out of because then he goes, she's like, "I'm mad about you fucking." that. He's like, "I got your confession." Your, your confession. And she's like, "Well, they can't try me again for that anyway because uh, they're I already got off." But they could try you, and then they have a fight, and then they have
1: sex,
2: yeah. and
1: the cougar is bored. But the, the scene where
2: the scene where she just
1: pan over with the cougar just watching him—it's
2: <laughs> really the scene where he kicks John Ryan's ass is uh, is very funny because the guy's like, "Ha ha, I've got it, I've got it in on you." You're like, "You're done," and Jack yeah. just beats him unmercilessly, and yeah. and he starts crying. Yeah, <laughs> that plan did not go well for that guy. <laughs> it
3: went the opposite he, of power just
2: plan. went south so yeah. fast and so yeah. hard. Yeah. Uh, but he like Jack. Jack Nicholson like n- like knees him in the belly and kicks him in the like. It's a pretty amazing. He piece. smashes the, his head into a door, like his head with a door fifteen times. Jeez, yeah. movie comes alive here. Uh, but uh, yeah, then and then quickly doesn't again, and then they're uh, that's it for the well, plot, and then they're just yeah. you know the Cougars there, and then they're then they're like
3: I guess it's all good, and she's like I'm, I'm pregnant, she no she's like I'm pregnant, and everything's I'm happy, and so you know she's gonna die, yeah, <laughs> she's like I'm pregnant and I'm happy now, and we got away with it, and you want to have, and have a baby with me? Fine. He's like
2: Yeah, sure, what the fuck, I, whatever, I'm not doing. <laughs> shit Let's go on a leisurely I, car I, drive, I
3: do, and they go on a car drive, and he's not paying attention for a second, And almost hits another car, and her door opens up, and she falls out and
2: dies. And then he goes up to her and goes, "Uh, (laughs) the end. Yeah, he's just, like, moaning. (laughs) You're like, uh, uh, karma? I I don't... It is supposed to
3: be... It's, like, supposed to be... There's some irony there or something, but...
1: Yeah, because I mean, you're so, I think it's supposed to be tragic, and he's he's sad for it some is, reason because yeah. I I guess they were in love, or he was in love with her, and I mean, against all evidence of the contrary. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but it's like at the end, it's sort of like, and maybe we shouldn't have done any of that. at The end, I yes, guess, or, right. or what, or all of I that mean, was that, for that, nothing. What have we learned? The thing at the end, the thing is, don't do it again. The
2: thing at the end could have that kept coming up when I watched this because the thing at the end could have happened even if they never killed nobody. Right, they, they could have just. Ever he's done everything perfectly morally, and then he just was a shitty driver, and she yeah. falls out. I mean, yeah. it's a poorly designed car. What can you do? What do you yeah, think? At the it very least, they should.
1: He should have tried that when they were killing the husband. Yeah, just just swerve a little Those bit. Doors, they they're
2: <laughs> they're barely they barely close. They, at don't all. Latch. <laughs>
1: they don't latch. Ralph Nader hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't have we don't have safe cars. Hey, just don't lean against the doors. I mean, <laughs> what is this? Nope. A Tucker? Don't
2: put too much faith in him. Yeah, this was before Tucker um, and his dream. <laughs> a man in his dream. If only there had been a
1: third headlight on that car. So that's the uh, postman rung twice, and it's uh, yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah it's it long, very
2: weird, very long. feels feels longer than it is. It's like two hours, a little over two hours, and it's just like the last third. Well, the the, the <laughs> whole re- it's like, it's the no whole story. reason
1: they made the movie is the reason why it doesn't work, which is to ground, up. which is yeah, to blow up the noir and make it like gritty right. and like adult and yeah. uh, like emotionally like fraught. Yeah. and it's just like no don't do that but like, you don't need to do that
3: but like maybe make it exciting and stuff right. and do that instead no no, no. what's I, 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 the one that has the most fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's <laughs> do a that lot one of fucking in it they just flipping they're just there's uh, yeah. leafing through books uh, let's see uh, this one this one has like has like two, two or three times where they fuck we could probably add another one too <laughs> it doesn't say he grabs her crotch but i definitely want jack Nicholson to grab jessica lang's crotch for
0: a long time for a long time,
3: time. It's like he's at a
1: buffet. That was in Bob Raffleson's contract.
3: <laughs> I won't do it unless there's some
1: crotch grabbing. At least Bruce Dern isn't like doing it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wish Bruce Dern was in this. He'd bring some energy to the proceedings. Some of that
1: King of Marvin Gardens energy.
3: <laughs> I've never seen that. Pretty good. There's not there's a lot of... Bob start. Raffleson for no,
1: you. more Raffleson for there's you. There's
2: not, not really a, a lot Raffleson, of... Raffleson, Raffleson, uh, I, I don't know. know. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> he, even he doesn't care. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of like fun dialogue and it's not really a lot of dialogue in it, it is. really or it's just kind of mumbly stuff Yeah, which again is weird since David Mamet. Mamet since you read the screenplay up.
3: by David Mamet and like, oh, it's like not- they
2: might have taken that s- screenplay as a suggestion <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. for a lot but there is a, far, a part that I thought was really funny that kind of it, it tracks with the uh, no, there's nothing to do with this time theme because that one part I think it's before it's t- towards the beginning before maybe before Jack's fucking Jessica Lang. I can't remember but Jack is just sitting in his room his mechanic room he's got a hat on the bed he's and he's just cards. flicking cards into the hat and someone no, this is it. after this is after they've had sex the first time oh okay whatever and,
3: and he's still and he's treating he's immediately like get leave me alone I'm busy yeah, well this is what <laughs> this he's what he's busy doing and she
2: comes in and goes. She's like being all seductive. I feel like doing something. And he goes, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get any better than this. This is the most entertaining thing mankind <laughs> has ever designed. I'm throwing... I have to wait until the switch gets invented, but for now, I got throwing cards into this hat. Just- Later, I'm just going to eat some matches. <laughs> I want you to put this card, this hat full of cards, between your knees, what? Danny?
3: What? What's the? It's like I was like, what's the game? There is it just because you just have a deck of cards in a hat, and you're just going to throw them in there? Got 40 out of 52 on this one. He's
2: not even very far away from the hat. No. He's pretty close. He's right He's next not to that it. hard. He's not setting the challenge level very high.
1: Life in those days was just like being in solitary in The Great Escape. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, Steve McQueen had to throw that ball against the wall just to keep himself sane.
3: But that makes more sense. You think, though, if a lady came in well, also and was he's like, much hey, cooler. do you want to go have sex? He'd be like, sure, I've, sure. I'm, I've thrown this ball a well, lot. Also, a lady, if a lady
1: come, came upon Steve McQueen, he, she'd be like, sure, okay, like let's have sex. But not Jack Nicholson <laughs> in, in full-on sweat mode. <laughs> just just like like Just like... Just like Completely miserably burning down his life one playing card at a time, <laughs> covered in a centimeter of filth and grime, <laughs> just, just danging off a carton of spoiled milk.
3: Mm, it's a bottle, it's a bottle of it's milk. True, just got a film over even him. Grosser something.
1: Gross uh, well it's still spoiled because it takes the milkman a week to get out to the fucking place. The milkman
3: only rings once is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't catch he, him on the first ring, if he rings at all. Shit. If you had to catch him on the
1: first ring, that milk might sit out there for a while.
0: <laughs> uh,
3: uh,
1: Milkman's a jerk. Ratings. Uh I'm gonna give it two and a half juds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very it's very boring. I found it amusingly <laughs> histrionic. Like it's it's pitched at this like u- level of ugliness that really has no business being there at all. But I found it I found it interesting. Uh, uh, four Douglases, yeah. uh for obvious for obvious reasons already underscored. And I'm gonna give it a uh, 150 out of 150 egg sandwiches, <laughs> oh, egg salad man. sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh.
2: Uh yeah, it's a two and it's two and a half Judds. I mean, it's just a great it's a very high quality, high production value movie. It looks great, it's well directed, it just it is very boring. I've probably enjoyed it less than two and a half, but it is a, it's like a quality movie in that way. I gotta give it credit. Uh definitely for Douglas's. I mean Sheesh. <laughs> There's just yeah, some a couple things in the movie where you're like,
3: Good lord. I mean, even though it's like fully clothed, it's very dirty and it's, also like it's yeah. just it's just it's like it is like That's that. Really, kinda, Jack it's Nicholson just—it's very Jessica Lange's It's vagina. very sleazy. It's yeah. like just like yeah, and and like literally like grimy, <laughs> yes, yeah. and
2: gross. Yeah, they like you know they like sprayed them down with filth before they <laughs> shot that scene. Like I need a little bit more filth here, Bob, before we get this next take. Uh, and I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. Uh, white painted rocks.
3: I'm <laughs> um, uh, I'm going two and a half. Although my 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 gut says two, but two and a half because I think it is like it's just like almost kind of a thing that is worth that's like good, but it just doesn't quite work out. It is very it is very pretty. It is all that stuff we've talked about is like in, is interesting to look at mm-hmm. and like wow they really they really pulled out all the stops in this production, and did a good job with that, but like they forgot to <laughs> tell a story that's or interesting or have characters who you give any shits about. That's what that's what they were interested in. Yeah. Uh, so they did that part correctly. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the movie shouldn't end with her dying and him crying over her, and then because then you feel like the director is going to look at you, and go like, huh? Uh, no, and you're uh, like, no, "What? Oh,
2: no, what? No, I, I okay, don't. Okay, Now that happened. I don't care. Uh you don't care what she died. She said
3: she was pregnant. Oh, who, what? Who gives a shit? She
2: was all over the map. I, could, I really
3: couldn't get a beat out <laughs> of her character. Know. I don't know. They On killed. They one killed one the guy. Them. Is it? Is it justice? I don't know. Was, was I supposed to like her? I, I sure didn't. <laughs> Oops. Uh, four Douglas's, and I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it one spoiled bottle of milk <laughs> that Jack Nicholson <laughs> is drinking under a tree. Like a disgusting. Gross. Disgusting me. <laughs> what a gross movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's funny too because it is actually a very pretty movie too, like the, the, the photographically and stuff. But it's just sort it's of. It's got the, that gauzy, soft focusy. Yeah, but it does have that. Who like, shot it. Uh, uh, Sven Nickvist That's right. Oh yeah. So yeah. so I mean so 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 it looks it looks great.
2: <laughs> There's some real beautiful stuff in it, but yeah, yeah, very boring. Uh, they must have been desperate when they made this movie. <laughs> Just, you know <laughs> what I mean? But it seems
3: like they only put it together in a few hours. yeah Bing bang boom, babe. Desperate hours. <laughs> That's how you do it.
0: It could have been the house across the street.
1: Hey. How about a kiss?
0: He could have picked the family next door. Bye, mommy. Michael Bosworth is looking for a place to call home just for a few hours.
1: You called about a winter
0: cover for your pool? What? Nora! No one's gonna hurt you, okay? You're gonna learn to trust me. You have a daughter, May. How did you know her
2: name? She's 15. Nora? Hey!
1: Everything's under control. What do you want? I just want a place to relax. And that's how you segue into desperate hours. I liked this movie the last time I watched it. This time it was I was up in the air. It was back and forth. I I was seesawing. This
3: movie I can tell you already, it's two and a half shots
1: for it's, me. It's my favorite of the three, but it is uh I'll bad. probably, it I'll probably bad end up times. with three.
3: It's like it's like there because it's again, it's like a thing where this one actually has like a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. all the time, but is also has the uh, the problem of like also, has also the problem
2: I had with the last movie, which is, who cares? Right.
3: Like, yeah. and I don't, I don't. Like, I'm like, what, what? Why? Who? This is also who cares it's what? Also,
2: just classic Michael Cimino bullshit yeah. because he can't not make a movie like over long and sprawling, and he just he's just got that mental illness where he yeah. can't he can't bottle it in. We Weirdly- and, and the studio took it from him and and hacked like thirty five minutes off of it. Or Did something. they really? Yeah, his original cut was oh, two twenty, wow. I think, Jeez. and this is one forty five. That's a lot. Wow. And, it, and it wasn't him; it was the studio making the cuts, okay. and you and it really shows.
1: It's a the long
3: end. it's a long hour forty five though too. It's like by, by the end I'm kind of it was that like, thing where I'm like eh. It's, I mean, it has, it's, it's almost peppered.
1: the exact same length as the original.
3: I mean, I haven't seen wow, the original, but I mean... <laughs> it's so long. There's just a uh, lot... Oh, no, it's of,
2: William Wyler, though. He, make, yeah, he Weiler, makes long movies. He yeah, yeah, he always makes long movies. They gave him the room. Yeah, uh, uh, But it's... Yeah, I don't know. It, uh, but Michael Cimino shoots the shit out of his movies. They always use the I mean, zoom lens a lot. They look great. They look my, like classic 70s movies. My favorite thing in the movie is like the...
3: Honestly, is like the, the uh, gorgeous Utah... Like wilderness God, that it looks they shoot so in, good. it is fucking beautiful. So like beautiful. every time they, it's every time the movie Utah. is outside and it's like in mountains, there's a scene where it, with there's that scene with the. With David Morse like dumping the body in that river, and it's just like, God damn, that is gorgeous. That is gorgeous country. I had to look it up because at first I was like, "Was oh, this from my? Is this from my Montana?" And it's not. It's Utah.
0: But yeah, Thunderbolt Utah, and also beautiful.
3: Is Montana? Yep. You've, yeah, Thunderbolt. Michael and Cimino. Thunderbolt. Right, so, well, so is uh, Heaven's Gate. <laughs> he-
2: Heaven's Gate wasn't that Wyoming? No, it's filmed up by my by okay. Glacier Park, by my oh. where I grew up. Michael Cimino <laughs> absolutely <laughs> shoots the shit out of the Mountain West. Yeah, it's fucking really gorgeous. That's my favorite. My favorite thing. My second
3: favorite thing in the movie is the part where David Morse uh, explains how. Oh, to beat Mike Tyson to a oh, no. little kid. That's great. David, <laughs> David, Morse. Morse. David Morse's, <laughs> Morse's
2: death scene is the best part of the movie, I thought. It was yeah, that was pretty fun awesome. too. Yeah,
3: that was just cool. Well, that's just because the movie is sort of like just people screaming for no
2: reason, and then it's punctuated every once in <laughs> a while by some ultra violence. The screaming for no reason has to be some
1: <laughs> weird studio cut. There is a part at the end that we, I don't we'll know. Shimino's movies have a lot of bananas. that kind of shit in them. So, well, this movie is pretty hot and sweaty. I mean, it's like it's yeah. very overamped.
3: Yeah, yeah, it just it, it the movie made me I think the movie made me like tired in a way that a little <laughs> bit like I was bored. Plus I think Hopkins is just awful, awful. in it. He is like it's like that thing where I go whoa whoops he's not like Hopkins is one of those actors who is like revered for a reason and he's very good when he's very good but he's not a Meryl Streep or something where you're like right. or or Michael Caine where you're like well this guy's good in even the bad thing he's in but Hopkins will lower himself and be like I'm barely going to show up for this and I'm gonna but I'm I'm gonna be kind of weird in it and unnecessarily weird
1: it feels like the, I mean yeah if a lot of if a lot was cut out it feels like anything that Chimino was going for probably was what went first yeah you know any kind of subtextual element or something like that like he should have tried to like make
3: a shorter version of it with that subtext in it maybe to start with but like
1: you know you talked about how you loved all the utah production or Utah oh, location yeah, yeah. photography. What the fuck is that doing in this movie? Exactly. But that's why I'm saying. that takes place
3: in Utah. That's yeah. what I'm saying is that like my favorite, my favorite things in it are like these weird things where it's like this yeah. beautiful Utah uh, photography and then like where he explains how to beat Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's right. punch out to a little kid. And like those are not the plot
1: of the movie. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the Wyler takes place in the town. That's it. Yeah, I mean,
3: this is a movie that, the story is like a housebound story. It's uh-huh. supposed to be this claustrophobic thing and there's like, plenty of times where this movie opens up and it kind of takes you the, out of that the, you
1: know the original is kind of <laughs> like that too I yeah. watched them both just because I hadn't seen the original in ages and I'm a little more familiar with this one and so I watched them both pretty much back to back the, the original they're leaving the house constantly yeah like constantly. Everybody's in and out.
3: But I just mean I mean it's like when, when you see when you see it in the house, it's like, okay, we're on a movie set, who cares? Yeah. And when you see him shooting in the wilderness, right. you feel like like Michael Cimino probably spent like a week out there getting the right angle for that <laughs> right. river or something. Yeah, like yeah. He, he it seems like that's what he gives a shit about. Yeah, yeah. That and then when the Get um, when those horses to do what they that want. And then when they're on the in the on the road and those ladies have it's the, the shortest shorts yeah. I've ever seen in my <laughs> right? life.
2: Like, they're shooting a beer commercial. Like
3: why even wear shorts? Very Are strange. they shooting a beer commercial? No, Seems okay, like
2: their beer commercial. That's a that's that whole scene is very. That's weird, very because because
3: it's the one girl who's like at the payphone. He comes out covered in blood. Goes hey, he goes, and she's hey. like oh and she's got these <laughs> tiny shirts. and you go like holy shit what's with those shorts? And then it cuts to her friend and you're like her too. Wait what? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here? What is what? What are these people doing? Yeah, that was the style at the time. I they're guess out, off
2: to shoot one of those Michael Bay Playboy segments. Right? Yeah, it seems at, like- his, at his abandoned <laughs> gas station
3: that he owns. <laughs> yeah, maybe.
1: Uh, the 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 whole and it seems like the whole the whole point like the, the thrust of it is you're supposed to like sort of see Mickey Rourke Uh, ingratiate himself emotionally, like entwine himself emotionally with his family, and then maybe you have some empathy for him by the end that like you come to care about him, but that doesn't happen at all.
3: Well, no, it doesn't work at all, because, I mean, Rourke is pretty one-note in this, where he's
2: like a bad guy. He's a bad guy. He's got 130 IQ. This is the second episode in a row where there's a bad guy where we know their IQ, because Pluto's got a one... Pluto
1: in uh, One False Move move has a
2: 150 IQ, so... Twenty a full twenty points higher if my math is correct. The I whole, have a very low IQ, so I'm not. There's a, the whole
1: subplot with Kelly Lynch does not exist in the original at all. Oof.
2: The, the yeah, the, and Kelly, Kelly Lynch's sense. character makes absolutely no sense. No in this sense. movie. Yeah. it's totally baffling. You're like, who is this person? Why are they I, doing anything ever? It,
3: I guess it's supposed. I mean, it's supposed to be like that's like that's like the him. That, that's how he gets out of jail at the beginning is because yeah, yes. it's his lawyer and he's. I think you're supposed. To, it's like a Harley Quinn Joker thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Where he's like. He's like this criminal mastermind who's he's super smart. He's, her. Like, he's like yeah, she's exactly. like yeah, ir- exactly. So she's, she's like, like she's like, like, like irres- under his
2: spell. Yes, irresistibly attracted to him but also like scared of him and uh it, it, her character's always b- pinging back and forth and it never lands on anything, it never makes it sense. All of them are. Yeah, every single one it's, of them. It's very choppy. This movie. It, it
1: tries to do the thing where, like, maybe Mimi Rogers is gonna get fucked by him, and like, maybe <laughs> she's into it. And you're like, no, what? What are you doing? <laughs> and like, Anthony, Hop- they're separated in this. Anthony Hopkins is Mimi yeah. Rogers. Not in the original. Like in the original, it's just Frederick March, like trying to yeah. keep yeah. his shit together. Yeah, they just didn't separate and, at that time. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just funny, but like now they're trying to do this thing where, like, maybe Mickey Rourke is gonna try to cuck him, and like, well, you yeah. think you know, that?
3: But you think that that's what the that's what this is about. This movie, like this is about, is right. about like this like you know dissolution of a family unit well and- but also like this you know uh which you know who's the you know the challenge of his masculinity right, right, after yeah. to this to this family man or whatever and it that that doesn't even kind of really work in it's this? one of
2: it's one of those things where you get the feeling that this is being that this theme is being tossed at you but they're not actually doing it yeah, yeah. So you're like well you got to do the work <laughs> and <laughs> like, maybe this is stuff that gets cut up because like towards the end it's like you find out that anthony hopkins was like a war hero and then it's a lot right. of him like having to be the hero to save his family and you're like i didn't know that this was uh but i mean <laughs> this, going, was a, this was this was the thing yeah. going into now, the
3: movie that's what you think it's going to be about yeah yeah
2: is this guy like
3: Defending his family unit and like yeah. having to be a, actually be a man for once in his life or whatever, and it's not, and you're kind of like, it's a little. Dis- you're like, I, I guess I'm disappointed that these people were trying mm-hmm. something because what? because well, whatever they were trying to do instead of that doesn't come across as anything except for Lindsay Krauss doing a bizarre accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe an, I. Inadvisable. <laughs> I I think I know what accent she's trying to do. Okay, but I can't prove it.
2: Go, go ahead cuz like, cause, a, by, like cause a, a
1: rural western accent I think it's a Tidewater Virginia accent. Wow. Which is like uh w- like kind of an old antebellum south. Yeah. But in Virginia. So like I had a 5th grade teacher named Mrs. <laughs> Autry.
2: Mrs. Autry. <laughs> Mrs.
1: Autry and she talked like that okay. like a little drawly said words funny would say like what's the equivalent of that? <laughs> um uh and so just and she was from Old Money, Virginia, Yeah. Okay. and so I think that that's vaguely what she's doing okay now, now children today that, we're gonna learn that about makes the because
3: it was it's like a southern accent but it's a very it's clearly like so this very specific thing and so yeah. it's like yeah that makes sense. and that's it's, it's
1: from it's from <laughs> it's from, it's from, it's from like uh coastal Virginia
3: yeah, okay okay I buy that. But she's in Utah. Yeah. I mean, she's like for the FBI, so she's... Co- oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't think her, she's... Her
1: and Dean Norris. I don't think
3: she's a Utahian. Yeah, Dean Norris. A Utahian. Yeah, Dean, Norris. <laughs> Dean Norris showing up as the guy who's like, I don't want to do your plan. I want to do my plan. She's like, you're going to do my plan, I guess. And then <laughs> yeah. you're like, "What? Who's, whose plan is what? what? Their Both? interactions All your plans are, are, are terrible.
2: Baffling, because I think one of them were supposed to go like, I don't like that, the way they're doing it, and I like the way the other person is doing it, but you can't ever like get a beat on <laughs> how anyone... Because at the certain point i thought that she was being like too headstrong and dangerous yeah. in the way she was and then it turns out no dean norris is the one that's being right like, too much of a cowboy and you're like oh oh okay yeah well he
3: wants to send tactical in and she wants to not i guess i guess she wants to wire the girlfriend this movie this
2: movie's real fractured
3: like kelly this. lynch just keeps having being casually topless a few times yeah he's just kidding. like yeah. randomly like like weirdly in weird what, and just in, like in the one, in the first one, he like it's like he's pretending that he had. This is this her during or the break, the breaking out of, of prison at sequence. the very beginning, and he like rips her shirt off, and so she's just outside like <laughs> this running is without. I for, we with forgot. We forgot. I forgot to point out. this
2: out, but it needs. To, it does need to be pointed out because there are two inexplicable shirt rippings in uh, Postman Always Rings Twice, and, and this. in this, where yeah. someone where <laughs> someone goes like, we got to do something, and then the guy goes like, I got it, and then rips the lady's shirt open, and then they're like. Doesn't it? Doesn't do anything. We didn't <laughs> talk about it
3: post where he's but it's even weirder in that because it's supposed to be that she like just got in a car accident, and so he's like, she's like, ma- she's like, rip me, and he rips her shirt, and you're like, why would that happen if you got in a car accident? <laughs> oh, her
2: shirt's been ripped open, uh, so she definitely wasn't a car. Accident. Her shirt's been ripped open in just a way to expose her breasts. I don't know which one makes less sense because in the <laughs> it in doesn't the Mickey make sense one, one it makes Absolutely, because he's like, oh shit, we got to do something. Rips her shirt open, pulls well, her boobs out, and then she's like, yeah. covering her, her boobs up with a car, a coat. It's yeah. it's totally. Total nonsense. 130
3: IQ. He he's must. Got, he's got, he, he must know, know something. He knows better. He's smarter he than something. I am. Stupid. He's smarter than the two guys that are his uh, partners, uh, Casey Jones and David Morse. <laughs> Elias
1: Koteas and my nemesis <laughs> David is, Morse. This
2: is the uh, more,
3: more reason why I can't hate this. Morse movie. looks
1: ridiculous in this one, by the way. I
3: loved him in this kind of. He's, he's, he's pretty he's funny. He's got
2: a beard. He's kind of like the he's dumb, like a Brillo
1: pad mop he's, head. Like
3: a, he's like there, kind of playing like a guy. I think like a guy who's like you know he's supposed
1: to be a little slow, a little yeah. slow
3: because he's always eating candy bars and stuff. Uh-huh. And then when, and then he's slow. And then when the kid's like t- sees the kid playing Nintendo, it was the only dialogue I remember from the movie because it was funny because the kid's playing, which is rare. For one of these movies for a kid that it's like the sound effects. I'm like, that's Punch Out. And then he cuts and the kid's playing it's Punch actually Out. Like, well, wow, he's actually playing that game, and then he goes, You know, to be Mike use Tyson. Your stars. This, what you gotta do is you gotta use your stars you gotta do this and that, and he goes and the kid looks at him, and I'm like thinking, This guy's not even this kid's not even past bald bull. Don't tell him about Mike Tyson. The kid looks at him and goes, Oh, he, I'm not even past bald bull yet. And I'm like, Well, that's gonna be okay. <laughs> by the but way, I got one
2: thing right because it's like, fuck you, by dude, the way, come. it is a strange, scary man in this kid's house yeah. that he's never met
3: before. In then, then, a bunch, house, then a bunch of scary stuff happens. He finally but but he he uh, looks
2: over at David Morrison and is like, "Yeah, okay." And he's like talking to him, this stranger who is in his house. And then he <laughs> looks over and sees Elias Coteas and goes, mm, "Ah, oh no, mommy!" So, so they whatever. they break out of prison.
3: Kelly Lynch and Michael Mickey Rourke have a whole plan. Mm-hmm. Kelly
2: Lynch has a little has a gun like uh on, by, by her thigh, yeah. that he pulls out. And then and this is apparently they don't
1: look they don't you know search you when you go they into did a federal not prison her sexy at all. They didn't search
2: yeah. her because they were like, "Well, she's a sexy attorney. She's we'll just too let sexy, her Single
1: female lawyer you're <laughs> fighting for her client but this is this wearing is where, sexy miniskirts you,
2: you, you're uh, uh, kind of instantly confused by the Kelly Lynch and her relationship because like she shows up and she's just and she's like we're gonna do things my way and I don't like you and you're like okay and then they go into the room and she's got a gun by her thigh and he pulls it out and you're like this seems like it was pre-planned yeah and then he like puts a gun to her head and she starts crying and you're like oh uh, what well and then he starts making out with her and then she, and she's like oh I'm into this and then she's crying again and you're just sort of like I,
0: I, she's
3: what? Well, she's his
2: girlfriend, and they planned this whole thing. Yeah. But she's scared to be around him, too. Well, uh, she,
3: he's, like, he's like convinced her that she needs him or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, you know. she's mesmerized. It's, it's, it's not it's the all, sort of thing that... Inher- it's all implied. Yeah, she's hypnotized. It's, it's
2: all implied. It's not the sort of thing that's inherently, like, a failure. Of. It's just po- it's poorly done in this movie. You can't ever get it's, a beat it's on it It's very Chimino-y, on. though, where you're yeah. just
3: like, what's happening? Yeah. A lot, there's, even in his good movies, Even his good movies, they're
2: filled with this weird chaos.
3: Yeah, where you're kind of like, uh, okay, I don't know why people are acting that way, but it's working. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's the one Shimino uh, movie with the, uh, Oliver Stone wrote that takes place in uh, You're the Dragon what a fucking picture
1: a masterpiece I, like that I movie, love that but movie but really it great. is it fucked is up is <laughs> it's
2: super fucked up and long as hell it also has and, Mickey Rourke and again
1: like what you were saying like people behave in ways that are totally yeah. inexplicable yeah and that that one's Mickey Rourke's great in that and also he's playing like 20 years older than he actually is. Yes,
2: <laughs> kind of grayish. He's got hair. this
1: grayish hair and a paunch and everything and he's supposed to play like this totally yeah. used up like long-time cop.
2: Yeah, he's absolutely loathsome.
1: Oh, great movie. But
2: he's kind of the hero of the movie too, yeah. but everybody hates him. It's Oh, that movie's wild.
1: Movie brought to you by cocaine. Oh, yeah, I mean 100%. like 100%. Wait wait like you know, in a way that's distinct, I think, from what you normally think of those, like a Scarface or something like right. that. Like this is- Also uh, written by Oliver Stone. Yeah, yeah. Cimino <laughs> and Oliver Stone, two
2: similarly like just chaotic, like fucked in the head <laughs> people
1: But Cimino was like, coming he, together. he came to it late. Like Cimino wasn't a young man really when like Deer Hunter and shit was getting made.
2: Interesting. You hmm. know?
1: Uh, he came from advertising. Oh. It was a strange dude. I mean, then he got all that plastic surgery and disappeared for years and stuff like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i didn't um,
0: know
1: about the Platinum oh man three, oh like. yeah read read about him <laughs> strange dude um but I knew uh, he was strange
3: this movie's not as strange as a lot of his movies though. no no i it mean it doesn't have that strange it has a little well, bit of shimino energy after, but it's kind of just after like heaven's
1: a, gate he didn't really make that much no. stuff he made one more movie after this but it barely got released called sun chaser with woody harrelson it's like him and john seda are like the I saw john, john seda is like a, a juvenile delinquent like latino gangbanger kid and he, he, like, waylays Woody Harrelson, and they go on a road trip together. Yeah. Weird movie. It's
2: another movie where you're like, the person that, that directed this has real chops mm-hmm. and is fucking nuts. Yeah. And can't keep it together. Like, that. that's, like, Bizarre. his thing.
1: I mean, the, the, the thing that I love about this movie more than anything is just it's fucking gorgeous. He shoots the hell out of it. Yeah, And it's all this golden, like, washed out, like, sunny sepia tone thing and like the blocking inside the house where all the characters like it this isn't like shot reverse shot stuff or like cutting away mm-hmm. to different people it's like he covers it the camera moves and follows different people and goes up the levels of the house and stuff mm-hmm. great looking and movie. the weiler the weiler one does similar things like that well, weiler's I mean, famous for that yeah i mean yeah that's exactly and that i mean he shot that in like 65 millimeter VistaVision <laughs> black and white it looks fucking amazing too uh, but
2: Weiler is not a, is it the opposite of a chaotic director. He's no, no, it's very economical, 100% locked down. And he's, he's
1: pretty much just telling the story. Yeah, and uh, and this is a whole other thing. It's blown up. The movie that this reminded me of more than anything not not as good. Uh, this isn't as good, but Cape Fear. The Scorsese it's, it's, Cape Fear. Yeah, yeah, you were telling yeah.
3: me, you were, t- you were like, it's like Cape Same Fear here. light a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's
1: totally Diet Cape Fear. He's like, let's take this very straightforward yeah. story and really like blow it up and get into like almost like what they were trying to do with Postman Rings twice. And you are just like, let's let's get into the nitty gritty of, of these emotional states but Scorsese- and make it a formal yeah. exercise. Yeah. And Scorsese really does that. This yeah. is not a successful and in any respect. They don't still- fuck
2: with any of that stuff. There's yeah. the, there's a daughter, you know, a Juliet, uh, kind of like...
1: Shawnee Smith. Shawnee Smith from, uh, from the blob. From Armageddon. From she oh yeah, she plays a,
3: like a, just a girl in Armageddon. Yeah, she, she's a uh, girl
1: she, she meets Steve Buscemi. He proposes I, to her. Uh, oh no, that's a different girl. But yeah, he meets she meets Steve Buscemi. I and mean, she's her.
3: in that she's in the eighty eight Blob. Yeah, that was her first movie.
2: But in Cape Fear, like the Juliet, they're all we we all are aware of the fucked up shit that goes on with the Juliet yeah. Lewis character, and that just none none of that happens. She just yeah. sort of is like irritated with them, and that's yeah, about it. This movie doesn't. You guys are real dumb, and they're like, hey, don't call us dumb. She she's leaves like, at some point. Yeah. Or and she then she, she uh, like yeah, leaves, she goes out goes goes with her
3: boyfriend. Or oh, she's gone with her boyfriend and then comes back, and they're like, her dad's going like, uh, maybe you two should not come in here. Maybe you should uh, leave. I am an
2: American. I am I'm, I'm an American. Possibly. I, I mean, I think he's. I don't know to be, if I'm supposed to be British and I have a I bad he's accent or to be British, if i I'm am American. Anyway, we're not t- we're not talking about it. It is funny because it's one of
3: those where you go like, is Anthony Hopkins actually British? Because this is a terrible <laughs> accent. It's
0: <'Cause> like <laughs> this. Is like
3: something you would go like, this is a bad act. This is a bad British accent. American actor. You know, he's he's very British. It's not addressed. He's. I mean, I mean, Anthony Hopkins might have just shown up and gone like, "I'm going to do this thing," and Chimino was like, "I don't care," because yeah. <laughs> that clearly feels like a lot. I uh, wish well, he was that's doing a lot of choices in this in that way, where it's sort of like, "I don't, I don't care how you are acting. I'm, I want to get, I want to make sure that this big mountain is in the shots." I wish he was Otherwise, doing I don't his, give a his uh,
2: his impression of Clarice, Clarice Starling accent. Was <laughs> she a
1: cold mama?
2: <laughs> Did it <laughs> smell of a lie? <laughs> what's uh, what a
1: what's bitch. what's Mickey Rourke's plan with the home invasion? <laughs> I plan don't know. Is in
2: another one of the main problems. In the, in the, the original,
1: movie. it's just that they're, they they broke out of prison and they need a place to hide. And, and, and this they, is the closest they, place. And like they're going to rob him. They and, want some money. It and makes sense. It's this, just like
2: where they are. There's a house there. They go in. They're desperate. Yeah. They are literally desperate. Yeah. They gotta right. go. They gotta hide. Yeah. And in this one, it is part of the plan yeah. to find a house, some random house, and just sort of yeah. take it over. Two of the three people involved don't like this plan from start to finish. Yeah. And one of them just leaves because he, yeah. he hates the plan so much. And guess what? He's right. They're all right. Yeah. Wait, a terrible plan. Oh, Morse. Morse. Morse is just like. Yeah, but I, I he's gotta like be honest with you. I think this plan sucks. And Mickey Rook's like, well you can leave if you want. He, if you want, if, you're gonna leave, if you gotta leave, you
3: can leave. Take the dead body of this guy who randomly stopped by and dump him in a pretty river. Yeah. So is, him is. Dump sky him sky in a gorgeous, some gorgeous scenery, <laughs> and then wander out of the, and wander out of the weeds and into some short, short girls. Maybe we Maybe could, could squeeze that.
2: a good scene out of that. <laughs>
3: It's at least an exciting scene, it's, but it's totally like this movie where you go like, "Why is this happening now?" Well, you, t- Matt, texted me all was was like, "Why is David Morrison the desert?" Yeah, and I'm like, and I'm like, well, he was dumping that body in the mountains." He's like, "Oh, okay," but it also doesn't make sense because, like, when I he mean, I was on, drunk when I
1: watched this. When so I missed the, the part oh, with the oh, dead no. body. <laughs>
3: but when he wanders, that's into why the, he's covered in blood. When he wanders into the road, it is like I mean, and, and Utah's like that where it's like mountains and then like the you know sort of like deserty. It's got it all, right? Tells you, but like, I don't know that like where he was dumping the body in that pretty river w- would be would necessarily be near a deserty road like that. David Morse would have had to walk quite a while. I feel like <laughs> to get to that kind of scenery. If but, I know,
2: uh, yeah, the mountain, the mountain, the gorgeous like uh, snow capped mountain part of Utah is pretty far away from like the the, the red uh, the red cliffs yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's arches a big and shit. It's really big. <laughs> Uh, but who cares? It's a movie, whatever. But. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
3: it's just it's just funny because it's like, well, the explanation is because he was out there doing this thing. It's like, oh, and then you go, well, that doesn't make sense either necessarily. And also he had a car when he dumped the body. What happened to the car? Yeah. I think he wrecked it or something. I don't know. That might be some stuff that was cut out. I don't know. Maybe they're just like, just make it shorter. We don't care. We don't I mean, care if it makes the, sense. All those scenes are just like, like Thunderbolt and Lightfoot.
1: And, it's, and they even have that weird elegiac tone that yeah. that movie has. And it's like, what
0: movie is this?
2: Yeah. <laughs> where are we? Yeah, there's... Because the stuff in the house is, is it doesn't feel like that at all, and that is obviously the bulk of the movie, right? And it's just Mickey Rourke like sitting in a chair with a gun, being like, "I got a 130 IQ, and everybody just be perfectly reasonable." Uh, the whole my whole plan is, I'm gonna wait for my girlfriend to come over. here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's so weird, and then I guess we're gonna go.
3: Nunu Rogers being like reasonably upset that this is happening, and Anthony Hopkins showing up and being weird <laughs>
2: yeah he shows up for a little bit at the beginning and then he's a little boy and is like weirdly handsy with his daughter he's like hello he's my little girl baby. can I touch your hair and she's like Yeah, get off me and you're like yeah get off her <laughs> gross <laughs> fine I'll leave I, I, I'm not a responsible man I, whatever something I don't know I'm a bad father and one a, of the
3: themes of this movie I is going to be me theme. not being
2: that but it's not actually so anyway <laughs> then he comes back he's like I just wanted to apologize and then Mickey Ruck's like guess what now you're part of the, now you've been kidnapped too <laughs> Yeah,
1: the Mimi, the Mimi Rogers thing is a real problem for me because Uh-oh. we talked about this a little bit when we did someone to watch over me. Uh, but whenever I see Mimi Rogers' name in the credits, it's like, her? Really? Why? <laughs> I like Mimi Rogers. I'm not saying she's bad or good. It's just she's just like a, mostly a non entity.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Which is true, which is absolutely true in this.
2: Uh, There's a lot of non-entities. Like,
3: yeah, yeah. Many, but that, I many, mean that's like half the cast, and this is a non-entity. Even like, even like Elias Kutais, who's kind of whenever he shows up is like, "Hey, I'm uh, kind of doing a thing." Yeah. You're yeah. like, even he's kind of like, she's, you're like, for, you forget he's in the movie. She's for a dressed while.
1: like the boy Lisa Simpson has a crush on in <laughs> the Simpsons. Like he's got he got like this moppy black hair and like the Lenin like the the <laughs> sunglasses that he's wearing the round sunglasses yeah. and like baggy pants like blue jeans and stuff and he's got a black leather vest over a white t-shirt he plays his. he looks he, like a Backstreet Boy or a new kid on the block he yeah. plays his brother he's like my brother's. my brother's the
3: smartest guy ever he knows what he's doing he's got a great plan Bo-way.
2: he does not have a great plan and both him and, and Morse at certain points in the early part seem like they're gonna be like that problem guy right right he's like ooh like, I'm gonna Mickey, get handsy with the daughter yeah Mickey Rook's the one who's in control and these two are like crazy the loose cannons and neither one of them are. They're both nope. sort of like Actually we don't like it here Like at one point he goes Ooh a daughter Hubba hubba And Mickey Rocks like Hey no, don't do that And he's like alright fine I won't no. <laughs> And indeed he doesn't It's yeah. it's not an issue no. no. He <laughs>
1: does say hubba hubba <laughs> I wish No I just wish he did Ooh la
2: Ooh What about hubba bubba
1: <laughs> Hubba bubba Are you hubba
3: bubba, <laughs> bubba guys Or bubbalicious Double bubble B- bubba-licious, 100% bubba-licious, Still
1: yeah. am Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come I on, still chew
2: a pack of that a day Fuck you hubba bubba Big league chew Big leech. I chew a half a pack of that a day I'm trying to cut back but it's like chewing tobacco, man, tobacco-y. like a
1: like a grown up. Yeah. That's what's so great. Stick about it, it, it into your stick it oh, into your lip. Very interesting marketing hook for that. You can be like that disgusting Len Dykstra, everybody's favorite. <laughs> I always thought the hook on Big League Chew was less that it was about tobacco. I mean, which it is, but uh, it's a pouch. But that you could you could uh, apportion yourself as much or as little yeah, gum yeah. as you wanted. For
3: me, that was the that was the real. You c- could get like I a real fucking mouthful of gum. Because I. <laughs> I, yeah that's what it said <laughs> on could. the back. Yeah. Well no cuz that'd be the challenge like how much you, of this stuff buddies, can you fit like, in your mouth. Can you fit a whole thing bubble, of that in your bubble mouth?
1: Bubble tape had a similar Bubble tape. Oh, too. bubble tape was my. Jam. Bubble
3: tapes marketing was good too because it it's was like six feet
1: of bubble gum. But
3: it was. But it was parent. It was uh, like so for you, not so much them. Gum. It was that. Yeah, yeah it was em. that classic. Uh, it was that classic period in the nineties where it was kids versus parents, yep. and bubble tape just ran with that. They were like, "Fuck
1: yeah, these are not your parents." weird flavored bubble gum, and we're all like,
3: "Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, parents. You don't like
2: this. Your parents aren't gonna want to eat this at all. It's gross." Well, also, I mean, <laughs> if
1: your parents ate, if their parents ate that, uh, like strawberry uh, banana bubble tape, their heads might explode <laughs> with all the fruit flavor. <laughs>
3: Much flavor, they're too
1: they're so boring, they can't handle they can't it. I'm, handle used, this I'm gum. used to
3: eating peas, <laughs> 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 my,
1: my pea flavored bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> you agree?
2: Is what your dad's like.
1: I want pea flavored bubblegum. I, I would like some Fuck liver you, and onions flavored bubblegum, please. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, you dad. <laughs> <laughs> he gets blown away
2: with a shotgun. I just wish that's why like have... Charles
1: Starkweather killed his dad. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, system works. The Menendez brothers, that's why <laughs> they killed their parents. <laughs> my
2: dad, here. Oh, he had pea flavored bubblegum. <laughs> he wanted me to eat bubblegum that tasted like <laughs> peas and carrots. Innocent. <laughs> Uh, here's a here's a fun dumb story that I'm telling for no reason at all. It's not oh, even a story, thank but God. like here's how I used to eat Big League Chew <laughs> because that stuff was barely gum. Like it was so kind of like was barely was so, was so loosely gummy, you know. It was just like real, real, real shredded. It only a little, of little gum. bit of it, yes. it. would.
3: It's like candy. I would It would dissolve in your mouth. It would
2: dissolve. Yeah, I would eat strip by strip and just eat it. <laughs> what are you, some kind of fucking pervert? What is wrong with you? Just you just good. have. Do you still just have pouches of Big League Chew in your stomach? No, it's been seven years. Okay, it all passed. It all passed at once. It was a real, a real fucking nightmare.
1: <laughs> it was like a goiter. It was just yeah. like inside. I thought you. it was an organ that came out. <laughs> it was like a teratoma it had teeth and it eyeballs and shit. Seven years worth of big league <laughs> juice. Oh Help me! It was pulsating. <laughs> <laughs> it came out. and said, "Open your mind." Open your mind. <laughs> start the reactor. Did it call you father when, when you when you shit out his basket case? <laughs>
2: Uh, I would I just want to point out. I said you are what you poo when I was doing like one person. It's pretty good. Can't let that go. Can't let it go. Oh,
1: so let's what f- do we say that the best the best digressions <laughs> are the ones you could never explain? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, uh, we're in some desperate uh, hours here, folks.
2: Uh, desperate well. hours. Oh no, no. yeah, it is desperate. I hours. mean,
1: like, what are we?
3: I mean, What's
2: like left? it's basically
3: it's basically just like the the FBI guys are like, we've got Kelly Lynch and we're we are following her. And that cuts back to that, and then it cuts to them in the house going like. We're gonna sort of be threatening, and then they shoot a neighbor who stops by. <laughs> yeah.
0: For
2: oh yeah, he shows up. He's like, I thought I'd come by so you can kill someone. <laughs> he's like a real Warner brand. I got type. a feeling that somebody needed to get killed, <laughs> uh, and you don't want to. kill. This is not the kind of movie She's where like, you kill a member like of the, the family. The
1: singing telegram girl in Clue, where she just like shows up and is immediately shot. He, oh, he's British too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hello, I'm your, I'm your fucking. Oh, uh, real I'm the real estate man, and uh, yeah, I know that this yeah. movie isn't going to kill the child. The, these two characters are major actors. They're gonna stay to the end so go ahead and shoot me and then they shoot him immediately where'd you get
1: the tea right. I nicked it <laughs>
2: the split second you let all go down I do it
1: again I do it again
2: and uh, uh and, yeah he just gets shot
3: <laughs> cause that and leads in, and then that leads it to, happens so fast and then and then that leads to Morse dumping his body and then and, and yeah, then Morse Morse is wanders Morse is under a road like ah he's covered in blood and these girls with,
0: with, the, the best, which, with barely scene wearing scene shorts movie. at
3: all are like are like reasonably like ah we're terrified of this guy he is covered in blood they call the cops on him and then the cops show up and he ends up in a river again he gets sniped he gets gets shot he gets shot by a ton of dudes this is an amazing really funny. this scene was
2: spectacular because there's horses in the river and at a certain point they have him like in their sights through a sniper gun and you see all these horses and one of the horses kind of like walks away and then you can see Morris in the river covered in blood and it's like kind of beautiful well his soul
1: goes to flavor country after they shoot him (laughs) beautiful it totally looks like an old Marlboro ad.
3: <laughs> no, it's, it's it looks gorgeous because well, the scenery. But it also is one of those funny scenes where they're like, they really didn't have to kill him so hard, and no. they had a sniper. Like maybe oh, the sniper they... could aim for not his, you know, yeah. don't aim for center mass because <laughs> he shoots at him, and then like everybody does, and then yeah. you're just like, well, now you. And at that point, I don't even know that they know. Where who this guy? Or they, I think they know he's he's, a, but they don't know where they don't know
1: that he's connected to Mickey. But Rourke, they don't know do where they? Mickey
3: Rourke is. Yeah. No, I they think they
1: know he's connected to Mickey. They know he's connected. I, they that he's I, connected.
3: Think, I think they do because I think they know the
2: two dude his two accomplices.
3: Anyway, the point is they like murder this guy, and then you're like, well, yeah. how are they going to find the house? And then somehow they just do. It's yeah. really
2: it's really funny. <laughs> it's extra funny too because they, they they really play it out. The scene goes on for a while, and they play like this pretty music, and you can yeah. see him kind of like, uh, I've reconciled. I don't want to go back to jail or whatever, so I'm going to suicide by cop. And it's then they and they kind of wring this sort of beauty out of the whole thing but when the cops blow him out they have him. They, they have so many squibs <laughs> with so much blood and they're so closely spaced together that it's just like his this like basketball sized <laughs> yeah. this area in the middle of his chest just goes <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so weird it's
3: awesome <laughs>
2: it's very cool it's incredible uh, it's, like, it's, like,
3: it's super gory but it's almost like it's definitely <laughs> like, overkill it's Christ. definitely
2: overkill <laughs> <laughs> they fucking shot a cannonball at him or something
3: well, uh, now we're back to square one. Where are these guys? Oh, uh, they're in the other—they're in the other plot of this movie. Oh, we'll just go there then.
2: So now back at the house, only fifty percent of the bad guys think that this plan is bad. Now <laughs> uh, they've whittled that down, and Liza is like, ah, geez, why? Are we, why are we doing
3: this? Yeah, there's a whole section of this movie where I'm just like, I was kind of what's going on, zoned just checked out, out. because out. it's not because it's not yeah. interesting in any way. All the shit at the house, like there's. There, you think like that's where they're gonna ring a lot of drama between this bad guy and the good guy, this family man. But they don't do it at all. I yeah. feel like
2: Anthony Hopkins has been shot at a certain point. Yeah, I don't remember what happened, but it's, it's he tried to be a hero or whatever, and Mickey Rourke shot him in the shoulder. So he spends a lot of the like the second half of the movie just sort of being like, oh, oh, I'm very, oh. <laughs> he's pale and sweaty, like Bleh. I really could use some medical attention, <laughs> Clarice. <laughs> The yeah. cops
3: like the cops show up and like set up perimeter like in the neighborhood, but not at the house, so the killers don't know they're there. But then the boyfriend like drives through it and picks up the girl, and they're like, "The girl can go," and they because they don't want to let on that something weird is going on. I don't yeah, know. yeah. So they let the girl go with her boyfriend, who's got a jeep.
2: <laughs> yeah, Mickey Rourke occasionally makes <laughs> makes little, like, speeches, like, there's some implications that he has, like, some sort of philosophy or something on his yeah. mind, He's uh, in, in this, and it's oftentimes kind of a, uh, a like, a rah-rah American, <laughs> like, almost Trumpian type stuff, where he goes, uh, that's why, like, I think Anthony Hopkins, like, has, has lied to him or something like that, and he's like, you're not trustworthy, that's why America's becoming a second-rate country mendacity is the great sin that's destroying america and i am a living reproach because i am an honest man wow it's like well he could run for president with this uh this sort of shit uh so that's like the kind of guy he is i guess and uh but that's it it's like just him sitting in the in the chair having a terrible plan that is terrible from start to finish and nobody likes it and then uh, (laughs) then the cops show up of course as they would because he Mm -hmm. has been firing guns Yeah. yeah yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> it has the same gimmick uh, at the end of the original where the bullets aren't like they've taken the bullets out of the gun oh yeah yeah he yeah. takes the bullets out of the gun in and basically figuring that the bad guy will get a hold of the empty gun and try to use it and then give them a chance to get the drop on him
2: yeah there's a whole weird elaborate plan that anthony hopkins kind of like uh puts into motion when he like he mickey Rourke lets him go out to his car to like yeah. get it ready or something and then the and then uh, Lindsey Kraus is
3: there, and she's like... Kraus
2: MD is in the uh, car mm-hmm. with him, and he's like, "Take this gun." He's like, he pulls out the clip and starts empt- emptying the bullets, and she's mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "I've got a pretty I've weird, got a, plan. got a pretty weird plan. <laughs> yep. If a scene, I'm very lucky, will it work out." seen earlier where they're wiring up uh,
3: Kelly Lynch and she's just in a in the bathroom a gratuitous nude scene of Can her I just have like my bra their, on while you're wiring me up no. no you're gonna have to take that bra <laughs> nope, off nope but it's gonna it'll be very casually shot and everybody act just <laughs> everybody act normal it's gonna take a while too.
2: <laughs> it's not it's just more complicated than just taping a, a yeah. microphone on there it's gonna take like tw- like thirty forty
1: minutes yeah yeah. So just go like, ahead and take your shirt off.
3: It ends in one of those ways where it's like, because she, the Glinsky Krause didn't want everybody to get machine gunned, but everybody ends up getting machine gunned. But they do. Gunned. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, no, Elias Pateus 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 gets dies. Machine gunned. Gets machine gunned.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, that's, that's the gun. That's, that gun is right. important. That's Wally's gun.
3: Right. Oof.
1: Uh, yeah. It's, and then Mickey Work, <laughs> Mickey Rourke gets machine gunned by the FBI well, too. Anthony Hopkins, like, like, uh,
2: Mickey, like, uses the gun i think once and then rourke has the gun and this is why he took all the bullets out and yeah. rourke pulls the trigger it's empty and then anthony hopkins gets the drop on him beats the shit out of him and anthony hopkins has lost a solid eight or nine gallons of blood at this point <laughs> and he like takes mickey rourke out like he's almost like got him by the ear practically or mm-hmm. he's right. like come you're coming with me young man and he opens the front door and there's a thousand cops out there pointing guns at the door and he just like throws him <laughs> into the yard and then he goes back inside the house and shuts the door if anybody needs me i'll be in here dying of extreme blood loss mow down that house then Lindsay Krause and him like
3: nod at each other at some point so, like <laughs> yeah. mm, it's too bad it had to end this way but whatever
2: i guess
1: Mickey truly they up. were some desperate allies.
2: <laughs> Mickey Rook gets up and starts waving his gun around and they blow him the blow him to hell the end. One thirty IQ. There's a part earlier
3: where uh, Hopkins they send, Hop- they send Hopkins to like the bank or whatever no. while he's like bleeding. Yeah, that's right. Go get us a bunch of money, but I don't have that kind of money. Go do
2: it. Okay, why? <laughs> what? What kind of what this is a weird plan? Yeah, he gets the money. It's part of your and plan. He's, and they're all like, you need your, we, you need your wife's permission to get this money, and he's like, well, I don't. She's not here, and they're like, that's eh, fine. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> whatever. Is the part of the plan to
3: like. Kidnap some people in a w- upscale neighborhood so they can get them to give them money. I mean,
2: I guess it is. Now we've yeah. covered like a lot of like overly complicated, terrible plans, but this is like the least complicated, but it's equally Still terrible. Doesn't make any sense. Where you're like, yeah. we're gonna go to we we could just like wait at a park yeah. or a truck stop or anything, or but anywhere. we're gonna go to a house get a, in room a room somewhere wealthy neighborhood people. where cops really do like to help people at, yeah. and uh, kidnap people. Add add considerably more crimes to a. Uh, uh, what we're doing—it's—it's it, not—it's completely insane. And what was he? What's he going to prison for at the beginning? Does anybody remember? We're having oh, a remember. 130 IQ, man. I don't remember because he's just Too like he's like some kind of world. sadistic villain. Yeah, he's a super villain. Yeah. Oh. Uh, with the, but he's got a philosophy, I guess. And he whispers a lot.
3: <laughs> he's a philosophy whisper.
2: Yeah, it's it's weird, and Anthony Hopkins like. He, like it, he just goes inside the house and shuts the door, and it's like, yeah, we're gonna go to the, maybe you go to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah,
3: that was the funniest part is that because it's
2: like that Good thing. Good night,
3: thank it, you. It's a very unrealistic. <laughs> <thing> where, <laughs> and I, I think I guess the I guess the gag is supposed to be that like. And now, and now the, now the families, it's like one of those bullshit endings too, where it's like now the family's back together kind of, or whatever, yeah. like they've reconciled the problems they had with their marriage because of this kidnapping situation. I'm like, I don't think that they- He's
1: reasserted his masculinity over this I guess, situation.
3: I guess, and also it's like, I guess that they're, they should, I, they shouldn't get back together. It seems like they hated each other. Yeah. And like, they should still get divorced probably. Yeah, they're like
1: kissing and stuff. But he should end.
3: probably go to, yeah, he should definitely go to the hospital.
1: And the whole he thing was really just, they, the they, they, they were just shot. waiting for, for Kelly Lynch to catch up with them. That's it. Like, that's the whole plan was like, they only were, they are finding, they find a place to lie low so that my lawyer girlfriend uh, can, can meet up with us and then we'll go somewhere else.
3: And they couldn't have just like, what, why, what, what kind of plan and that, is that? That's,
1: well, that's the thing is that's the whole, the whole plan falls apart because immediately Lindsay Krauss is like, this chick was in on it.
0: Yeah.
3: And
1: then they search they start surveilling her and I, that 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 of this I say I <laughs> say
2: <laughs> She is thicker than old asses on a January.
1: I'm dropping pearls of wisdom here went right past You
2: <laughs> Got the right ha
1: but the wrong toe toe. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Uh here's a Line that Anthony Hopkins has, where another, yet another stab at like it being about something that they just sort of let sit for like a fart in the wind for a little while and it drifts away. Where where like Mickey Rourke is like pointing a gun at is it. when he first arrives and he's like, What do you do for a living, Anthony Hopkins? And Anthony Hopkins is like, I was a corporate lawyer, but I quit so I could defend psychopaths like you. Jeez. <laughs> uh, huh. Immediately, second thoughts about his career choices there. <laughs> uh, if you scream, your children are going to find you in a pool of blood. That's one of the first things Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rourke says. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. It's the the movie's totally crazy and there's some plenty of crazy lines in him, but they all feel disconnected from yeah. the, all the other
1: Chimeno seems totally committed to whatever it is he's doing.
3: I mean, like like to shot the shot to shot kind of like yeah. that's the thing is that it's kind of like, oh yeah, this scene, oh you really want it, but it like none of it it all just sort of is and then it's like now we put it all together and
2: mm-hmm. you're like I guess into something. It's a total mess. Yeah. But it, it's it's a pretty I not I, I thought it was entertaining. Would you, be, and would you fun. be
1: curious to see the 30 minutes that they took out of it? Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Maybe. I don't know. I found a lot of the, I found a lot of this shit where they're at the house and Mickey works like philosophizing was just like I was yeah, I feel tu- like I tuning out during that whole section.
1: connective tissue, but also I'm not sure how much I care. Yeah. Did I get the gist? Who knows? America used to big, big
2: build beautiful things. Yeah. Big beautiful things, man. Right. Yeah, we used to have coal mining. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs>
1: Buy my water and steaks. Just maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe that's what he's doing. He's like, he's like this this family unit is um, is like um, America. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, I, I think and he's Hence, trying hence a lot all th- the Hence all the Monument Valley type shit. Probably. Yeah, I think he's trying a
2: lot of stuff and it's all either got chopped out or, you know, it's just Cimino being Cimino. I yeah. also
1: think
3: he just likes that that yeah, uh, part of the country mm-hmm. and he's just like I like photographing this part. And he's and he's not wrong <laughs> because that's my favorite stuff in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I do, and I do I I also do. I'm like, yeah, this is a be- yeah it's a beautiful yeah, it's beautiful country. Mm-hmm. I mean, up here too, you know. You go, yeah, this is photograph the fuck out of that. I, honestly at some point in this movie I was like I don't care if this has nothing to do with the movie this is stuff I like um, maybe the, maybe the desperate hours should have taken place in like a campground or something so it could be more outdoor photography or there cool.
1: should have been just fewer of them fewer hours
3: <laughs> there should have been fewer hours yes for sure or they should have been more desperate
2: mm. these hours could have been more desperate these are not very desperate. There's
3: hours. a part point where it doesn't feel so
2: desperate because they were not desperate to go to that house in the first place. So no, it was, was pretty weird. <laughs> uh, a ra- uh, this one, I don't know. This house,
1: whatever. It's fate. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> r- ratings, fate. Uh, three Juds. Yeah. For the for the sort of the Cape Fear comparison I was making earlier, like I I, I admire the ambition here. Uh, didn't didn't nail it, but yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it like. Two Douglases, yeah, for 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 Kelly Lynch Kelly and Lynch, the Short Shorts girls, Boobarama, <laughs>
2: Short Shorts, beer commercial girls,
1: yeah, and uh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it uh, to Short Shorts girls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Very
1: good, we love the Short Shorts girls. I the mean, SSGs, it is
3: it is like one of it is like one of those things where it pop pops up in the movie and you're like
2: what what, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah just the sight of them like does not fit in with the rest of the movie in any way you're like oh, whoa
3: okay all right <laughs> yeah
2: sure we uh, just we just like ladled in a just a little bit of michael bay into this movie very movie. weird yeah uh i'm also gonna give it three Juds. it is like a, a kind of a disaster but it, it really looks good and and it is fun throughout and, and it's just the sort of thing where at the end you're like jesus christ what the fuck was that it was a goddamn mess, but it was kind of like neat. It was kind of cool the whole way through. Like, I, I had never even heard of this movie before, and uh, I'd seen it before. But like, probably I'm surprised like, you not heard. Probably of like, like it, 15, given 15,
1: your affinity for William Wyler,
2: fifteen, sixteen years ago. Yeah, and I, I like Michael Cimino too, and, mm-hmm. and been like been look, I mean, look, looking his movies up, and I just somehow missed this one. Uh, you I, and a lot of people probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it uh, two and a half Douglas's for the short shorts, girls, and Kelly Lynch's boobs just constantly being out for one reason or another. Uh, it, it, like some of the, it's that, that part at the beginning is some of the most mm-hmm. <laughs> gratuitous nudity you ever see. Where it's like, I got it, your boobs, <laughs> your boobs will come out. And, oh well, I, I thought something would happen. I don't know. Let's I thought everyone. something would happen if I did that, but no. Well, there was Let's that go. guy. There was that
3: guy. Like while they were trying to escape, that was like, "Hey, they, wait, her boobs are out, right? So, put your guns no. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone, put your guns down. Her boobs are out. We don't want to hurt the boobs." <laughs> uh, and I'm they gonna... got
2: away because her boobs were out. No, that makes sense. Ah. Were her boobs out?
3: Yeah, classic.
2: <laughs> we still haven't figured ah, it out. This we guy's s- got a
3: one thirty IQ. Clearly.
2: <laughs> 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 well, that leads to uh, my final rating. I'm going to give it a one thirty IQ. <laughs> Great. Uh,
3: I'm giving it two and a half. Again, I'm again I'm bordering on two because I think it's not good. Mm, it <laughs> I isn't. think it's I think it's mostly not good. I think it's it's got some pretty photography and some of it's fun, but it also, ultimately it was like a lot of like in one ear out the other kind of shit with this where I'm like, I don't like as soon as it was over, I'm like, Well I'm not I'm gonna be lucky if I remember that mm-hmm. till we do
2: the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, why why would I why would I? It's it's also just so incoherent <laughs> that yeah. it makes it yeah. hard for you to create memories yeah. of it. True. <laughs> uh
3: and I'm gonna give it, I'll give it two. Two Douglas's because it does have some. It does have some stuff, but it doesn't get as. It doesn't. This type of movie you feel like is like a setup for it to be like, uh oh, these criminals are in this house with this family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are they gonna do? And they don't do anything. They don't do, they do anything with that. It's just that it, randomly, there's some uh, girls with tiny shorts on the although, desert road.
1: Although, in in a lot of movies where where you're what you're describing, like, oh, I don't think these guys are in this house with this family. What's gonna happen? The shit that the shit that happens is always what undermines them. It's like, oh, they he went after the daughter, and that guy you know all yeah, this yeah. stuff. And so when I usually when I I watch those movies. I'm like, why didn't they just fucking sit there and not do anything? It's you know? true. It's true. I'm <laughs> but not a, saying that. But, a, but also, turns out that's a boring movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. that's
3: exactly. I'm not saying that, like, I'm, I'm with the criminals right. on that. We're like, yeah, you should have sold all the right, people. Right. But also, it's like, but, you know, maybe do
2: something. It's something. Sort, it sort, it sort seems like part of seems like part of Mickey Rourke's contract was that he gets to be sitting a
1: lot. He wants his <laughs> bird. Gotta, He's not coming unless they bring that bird.
2: I got to be sitting for at least 90 percent of that
3: movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, and I'm going to give it... Uh, I don't... Uh, one... One... Uh, fuck, I can't remember how to beat Mike Tyson in Punch-Up. But... Oh. <laughs> one... I'm going to give it one bald ball. <laughs> one... One oh, Bald yeah, Bull. Bald One Soto Popinski. Mm. I forget how to beat Bald Bull, too. I bet he charged, if I You gotta, hit him, when the, you gotta the hit him when he charges. When he yeah. charges, right. Yeah. And you do it three times, and then he's, like, out. And he's, My like, tko was,
2: was married to a guy who looked exactly like Bald oh, Bull. Oh, no! Yeah. Would he charge at you when <laughs> yeah. you... Yeah. Well, I don't want to get into it, but...
1: <laughs> Later on, he became coral from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> did he you was K- similar did you, to Bald you,
3: Bull in many ways. Did you TKO him when he ran at
2: you? <laughs> yeah. When I was seven?
1: Yeah. Boom! Knocked
2: his ass out. Okay.
1: Uh, all right. Moving on. Moving on to
3: a movie that I like. Speaking that of movie, knocking moving, your ass moving, out. Moving on to a movie that I we pro- all three of us probably like more than the guy who directed it.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, he is dead on in his description. Uh, yeah. His descript- oh yeah. No. Movie. No. He no, is 100 correct in his uh, description. Uh, I think criticisms. I like. I
3: think I like this movie a little more than he does. But I, I and I'm also glad that he made it. Although also I see why he's like yeah. This Absolutely. is this is not ver- this is not my best my, my,
2: my finest hour. <laughs> Steven Soderbergh's almost entirely forgotten film, *The Underneath*. The Underneath.
1: So how long are you gonna stay, Michael? I don't know. Maybe a little while. See some friends. I hear she's dating a small time hood that bought the Ember. If you're interested.
0: How is it you can show your face without getting hurt?
1: Nobody's ex just shows up. He wants something. He treats you okay.
2: Not as well as guys without money
0: you better hurry
3: up and start working so i can retire
2: i might get that job when can you start that's it <laughs> that's it welcome aboard what do you think would happen if we went away for the weekend what about tommy he treats me bad
1: look at my arms what the hell is this <gasps> it was my idea to come that's not helping hard and yeah, it's it, it's Criterion Blu-ray releases on a. It's like on the B, the B side yep. of, of King of the Hill. It's, it's a just special like they, feature. They threw it on there. Um, the, the cartoon. It looks show. good.
2: Yeah, yeah, with Hank Hill, with Hank Hill, um, Boomhauer.
3: It's just fun. It's funny. Yeah, and that's like that's like as much as Soderbergh wants it released is as, as a special feature mm-hmm. on a thing. Um, which is pretty funny. And this, and it,
1: this movie, he, he made this while he was basically imploding. Yep. Didn't didn't like making it at all. Nope, he hated it. Which is clear. His head his head was not in it at all, and he wanted to move on to schizopolis. And yeah. it's good that he imploded because it brought us his amazing second half of his career.
3: Yeah, and he, there's a great interview on the Criterion disc. If you if you, if you find it on that, or if you find it somewhere else, it's like where he where he it's like 20 minutes of him just talking and going like, and he's he's very frank about it, which is Soderbergh <laughs> always great. is, which
1: I love. Yeah, his candidness is always. Appreciate it It's
3: great Cause he's like He's like I don't He hates it And he's also But he's also like I uh, also feel bad Saying that because so many other people like worked on this, and like I'm not saying they did something Everybody's bad. Good. I'm I, saying I was the problem. I'm saying yeah. I'm the problem here, and yeah. it's not their fault that yeah, the movie yeah. was bad. And he's like, and also like Universal gave me millions
2: of dollars to make this movie, <laughs> six million.
3: And uh, yeah, he, six million. Yeah,
2: boy, I tell you, you do not see six
3: million on screen in this. Movie. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, feel yeah, like you do. It looks like a
2: bad looking movie.
3: Six million dollar like... movie. I mean, yeah. Pulp Fiction was eight million. You know, no, that's true. You know, I mean, that's that's how much movies cost to make. You know, Cruise and film anyway but he, but, he, uh, he
2: says in the, in the, the kind of comment or the interview where he goes like you can tell what the problem is with this movie from the very beginning because those credits <laughs> yeah. are so slow because <laughs> this movie's main problem is that it's sleepy and i was like 100 percent yeah, yeah. 100%. It is a very sleepy movie. He 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 does
3: a lot of stuff in this movie that he does that he did again later better. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of broken timeline stuff, and when yeah, you watch The Limey. I was surprised. Which I watched again recently, like, that's so fucking perfect, mm-hmm. when, the way he does it in that. And then in this one, it's like, oh, yeah, this is a guy trying to do that and going like, nope, I'm not and, doing it right. And, and, he, and he, admittedly.
1: <laughs> this is scripted that way, whereas The Limey was not.
3: Right, yeah, and, and maybe maybe that's part of the key is that the limey was definitely not scripted that way, yeah. and like him going like, "Wait, we a way to make this movie better is to do that," and this one was like written
2: mm-hmm. very
3: man. It's a very mannered movie, and the which... guy that
2: wrote the limey was so happy that he did that. Yeah, he that right. loved <laughs> it. Yeah, he, loved that. <laughs> he loved it. Another it great, totally cool, another Wilson. absolutely uh, great, great commentary, co- commentary track. Is,
1: Soderbergh co-wrote uh, this under a pseudonym. Right. He, uh, this was. I don't know if this was the D- last Dingles movie he wrote. But, Hammersworth was yeah. the pseudonym, <laughs> and he did. But he didn't shoot this one. It's Elliot Davis is on the camera on this one. But as
3: of a Cliff Martinez score. Yes, it does. Um score's so. great. The score's great. I think a lot of this movie looks great. It looks it's just. Good. It's like Soderbergh says why why yeah like a lot of it's like 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 almost all of the cool looking stuff in this movie is unmotivated but i kept finding myself being like and i'd seen this before once before Mm -hmm. and i kind of still i still thought it was okay but i was like why is why does it look like that and he's going like yeah there's a split diopter dinner scene that whole thing is so weird very weird and it's shot in a very weird way but it's that film school kind of thing where it's like well this is shot in a weird way so that it looks cool but for
2: what to, I wanted, right. to, I wanted to see a split. I wanted to handle a split diopter lens. I yeah. just wanted to do
1: it. But That's it.
3: But there's no reason. There's no reason for it to exist in this movie. And in it's fucking scene strange
2: looking. And you realize why people don't shoot, this, shoot <laughs> and stuff that way. Sometimes
1: he does try to motivate stuff, and it still doesn't work right. Mm-hmm. Like I was talking. We were talking about this the other day. But there's a shot at the beginning where uh, Peter Gallagher first comes back to his childhood home. You know, he's come back into town, and the shot starts. There's all these, like, uh, like sconces or whatever inside the house. Like, bar- the, the barriers between the rooms, they have this these, like, colored tiles inside them. Yeah. And so, he's shooting from behind one of those, but it's only taking up part of the frame. So, part of the frame is, like, totally green or something like that. And then the camera moves back and you see that that's the decor of the home. Right. And then later, there are whole sequences that are shot, either monochrome blue or monochrome green. And you're like, oh, I see. It was kind of, like, setting you up for that and and... and But then why? I mean, again, don't do that.
2: Again, he points this out in the interview, and he also points out uh, to kind of add insult to injury, where he's like, you know, these days when we do these filters... Uh, it's a thing that you can do digitally, and mm. I, we had to really. They had to do the shots that <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, they had to shoot them like the, so. The scene under the bridge where everything's fucking blue. Yeah, I hate this stuff too. Yeah, I, yeah. I complained about it in traffic, I and mean, it's not like a deal breaker or anything. But I just th- think it looks ugly. And it, like they had, they put they had to put so much work into it. It wasn't just clicking a button or whatever mm-hmm. to get yeah. these, these ugly <laughs> green and blue effects. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, I mean, I like
3: the green in the. I don't know. I like some of that. I like the green in the. In the uh, armored car and stuff, yeah. you know, I don't know it. It, but it's very much like that. Well, and also like then, like a lot of it is very. It's very like mannered and very like, uh, like formal, in those ways. And then like, and then there's scenes where they're at like a rock and roll club, and the band stuff is just shot like in the f- flattest way possible. Yeah, it really. Is. Where it's like anyway, point a camera at the band. Get some I don't coverage know of that band, and you're like, what? <laughs> it is not because it's like, and you're like, wait, whoa, this is because this movie's so like. There's there's shots in this movie where it's like. So claustrophobic, where like the, he's with the you know he's with the new girl, like he's with Elizabeth Shue, and then they they are naked in bed and they roll over, and it cuts to you know the same bed or whatever. In the same house, but with the old girl, and now it's in the past or whatever. And it's like, oh, now it's and it's like, mm-hmm. and then and then it cuts to a ska band just like doing a ska yeah, song. And the, you're music, like, what the, the, the fuck bands. the band
1: music in this is terrible. There's several <laughs> bands, each one <laughs>
3: shittier than the <laughs> last.
1: <laughs> so bad. Some
3: great cameos in this though. You got uh, <laughs> Rick Linklater, the, first, yeah. Richard, the first Richard Linklater is the door guy at the at the rock and roll yeah. club. Soderbergh's uh, in there at one point too, right? No, that's not Soderbergh. That's not him? That's the Schizopolis that's, dude. That's the weird guy. That's the guy from Schizopolis. That right?
2: looks vaguely like. He looks a little like Soderbergh. Okay. again. Uh, but the, yeah the first band is like a, the drummer is singing and it's like
1: why oh, gotta do on, like a, do, baby, like a do. I why do, I do me like do.
2: <laughs> and you're like and up. you're like well, that sucks I hope they don't show another band again the next band is the ska band you're like ah God. and, and the,
1: the other the other thing that's funny about that is that the crowd is so into it ska <laughs> <laughs> including the, the ex-girlfriend is really into the music too <laughs> and the next band is the cherry poppin' daddies <laughs> the squirrel nut zippers came out and <laughs> the blew the roof <laughs> oh, off the place oh yeah this Big Bad Voodoo Daddy was the closer oh fuck it you can't you don't want to follow Big Bad Voodoo no, Daddy no don't you They're don't the Killers and then Betty, Buddy Garrity's in it Buddy Garrity from Friday Night Lights is in it and Deputy Andy from Twin Peaks <laughs> yep
3: and, uh, Peter and Peter Gallagher. So you know. So you know. So you know <laughs> and, they, and some lady. So you know they filmed it in Austin, anyways.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's definitely in Austin. But you don't
3: see. You don't see Austin. No, You don't see a lot of Austin. There's like one. There's like one shot where they're driving through like the city, and yeah. you're kind of like, okay, I've been there, so I know that this is downtown the three, Austin. The three
1: best Austin bands. Although when, uh, ever. What, you, what you see the most of is like just driving out on the on the highway, and it totally does look like Austin. I well, mean, it yeah, clearly I mean, is most there. Most Texas but highways.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, Peter Gallagher is like this guy who's boring to well, be he's around. A, he,
1: had, he was a he was a gambler who like blew his spot up yeah. by, by owing too much money to the to to the bookies and and just hightailed it out of town and yeah. dumped his girlfriend like left her left her alone and just ditched her, took off, and now he's back in town. I for some reason, I guess he wants to make amends and yeah, maybe get his girlfriend he's back. Come and, crawling back or whatever. Although it's never addressed as like how how he. Did, and did or did not end up paying off his debts. Yeah, apparently, there's a, some rule in Austin
2: that if you just leave town for enough time, they're, they're like, "Well, all right, yep. statute of limitations is up on those on those debts." <laughs> right? Come on back.
1: And his mother has gotten remarried to uh, Paul Dooley yep. from Breaking Away. Dooley appointed refund. <laughs> refund.
2: Anyway, <laughs> he's great. Uh, but, but actually, nobody's really great in this.
3: Uh, Paul the, Dooley's my favorite because he's like one of the only people that like kind of has a. Uh, life you feel yeah, like yeah. Elizabeth everyone's, everyone's Shue got a flat also like both of those Elizabeth Shue also feels like the only like, character real like like the bright this it, it, the, the screen brightens up a little when she's a on a fully
1: inconsequential character exactly in this but movie.
3: but yeah. but at least at the very least when she's on I'm like oh this movie's alive a little the I mean Figner is fun to look at but he's very he's going he's doing a very like yeah. glowery villain character and everybody else is like like the girlfriend the ex-girlfriend and Gallagher are just like
1: bummed out the whole time yeah. so it's like oof even even oh when boy. it uh, when it flashes back to like before that he before he took off it's before like, he fucked everything up right but it's like this relationship isn't really no. it wasn't something that was going well to begin with <laughs> no he's
2: a fucking degenerate, balloon, a degenerate, head degenerate balloon head
1: he's a fucking balloon <laughs> he's head he's such a t- Ugh. Look at these two fucking balloons. This, this
2: whole movie uh, feels like a student film to me, like yeah. a, like a student film that you'd watch and go, "This guy's fucking got it." Yeah, this is a student
1: film for right. sure.
2: But this guy's gonna he's gonna go on and do great things. Yeah, and then it's like, no, it's like his fourth movie. Yeah, he's <laughs>
0: he's
3: made he swimming pl- in it, man. several
2: movies. He's made better movies than this already. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh no, and this cost six million dollars. Like, oh yeah. no. But uh, like, the, but particularly Gallagher and the lady, some some lady McGillicuddy, uh,
1: her name, her character's name is Rachel, I believe. D- Gallagher uh, in and of himself is like a conundrum because he he can go either way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like sometimes, like I just rewatched the player, and he's really funny in that.
3: I like him. I actually like him in that, and he's really funny in uh, Shortcuts too. Yeah, in yeah. Both of those Altman's from that same year, he's like pretty funny mm-hmm. and fun. But he's yeah, he's really funny can, in but Summer in this lovers. It's like, Well, we had
1: we got Peter Gallagher.
3: But yeah, sometimes you he's can be handsome. Like, yeah, it also feels like Peter Gallagher is the type of actor who's like. Okay. What do you what do you want me to do? Yeah. And in this Utility case Soderbergh is like I don't even want I need to be actually, here. I actually
1: <laughs> don't want to be here. And in the meantime, I need you to carry this fucker.
3: Do what you can. And Gallagher's beat. like, I am not gonna be able to do that, so let's just keep shooting until we're done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so there'll just be seen. Thankfully where, like, it's me, Soderbergh, so we'll be done in about, about fifteen minutes.
3: Well apparently I mean in that interview I think he talks about how he shot like Hardly any film on this too. Like yeah. it was one of the shortest, like the least amount of uh, exposed film in a movie <laughs> ever. And he's like, it wasn't because we got it the first take. Or it's just because I didn't want to. Yeah. Clint East, doing We're it. doing
2: this Clint Eastwood style, baby.
3: I, I, think the he, I think he references some other like Don Siegel movie, maybe where they where yeah. they had where it was like they had they used less film or whatever. But mine wasn't because it was economic. It was just because I didn't want to do this.
2: I didn't want to be doing this movie at all, and I felt bad. <laughs> and all the performances do sort of feel like we're at fifty percent. This is a dry run. Yeah. Let's get it once, and then we'll. Do it for real, and he was like, "No, that was it." And uh. so it's hard to blame them. And Soderbergh certainly no, I doesn't. don't blame him. No, absolutely not. But they're like any of these scenes, like Matt, Matt was pointing out that they, where it's like the the stuff in the past, where it's Peter Gallagher and his girlfriend hanging out. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeesh. Where hey, are you gambling? Yes, I'm gambling. <laughs> and I need a bigger TV. Oh well, uh, I'm being trying to be an actor. Okay, good, good luck. It's just I whoa, went to this audition. Bland. And
3: if you didn't if you had answered the phone i I would know I wasn't supposed to go to this audition. I looked like a fool. Oh my god, this is so. He's nice. he,
2: like some of the stuff that I liked in these uh, flashbacks are, is like how much of a degenerate balloon head. Uh, <laughs>
1: bad with the money whole thing where he's and, buying all the TV shit, <laughs> and then he, he buys, buys her a set, Mustang. He buys a whole satellite dish dish
2: and a Mustang, and yeah. he's like, "That that was that was all of our money." He's like, "Yeah, it's okay, but
1: I know I'm sorry about that, but I did buy you a car as well." And she kind of falls for that one, which is cheaper than airplane tickets. <laughs> I liked the bit huh? where in that scene where uh, he's the guy's installing the Satellite dish out back. The satellite dish installer <laughs> guy is actually pretty colorful, in my opinion. There's a line, and she's like, "Is that thing safe?" And he's like, uh, "Yeah, it's safe. You just <laughs> don't stand in front of it." It's so funny. <laughs> and he's like, "The whole thing." It was, you know, the movie came out in 1995. Times were different. But when, when they're like, "I got this fucking amazing TV," and then later on, you see it, and it's just like a, it's just a goddamn a like TV. this 30-inch television. is a
2: 30 fucking inch TV. It weighs eight tons. <laughs> To have, you gotta get a stand for we it. Had have, we got one in the truck. Oxen pulled this fucking yeah. T V into the house. And it
1: cost eight thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was it is for the satellite, the TV, and the subscription The subscription it's seven thousand dollars. And she he goes, she goes, How much did this cost? He's and he goes seven, seven. seven and she goes. So 700? Hundred? And he goes, ha, 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 Very funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: nice. Like she is really putting up with a lot with this fucking guy. And then he just split I mean what the story is that he just fucking splits. Yeah. And just leaves her there to like deal with with it oops it's and t- so it's know. tough
1: because they're like we were saying that they're not very well cast i mean this is a remake well it's based on the same book as a, as a previous movie and in the the original it's it's robert it's siottamac directed it it's burt lancaster and it's burt lancaster and yvonne de carlo yeah. and like burt lancaster can play this guy mm-hmm. who seems like maybe he could be intimidating and like confident and you know but also lancaster can play uh I'm
3: broken and I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm bad I'm bad at A rogue
1: I'm, a rogue shithead that you still like I, right.
3: fucked, I f- he's he's good at being uh I fucked up guy. And, <laughs> and uh, the bad too. guy, it's Fickner
1: here. I think Fickner gets away pretty clean in this movie. Yeah, yeah, he's
3: doing his Fickner thing.
1: But uh it's Dan Duryea in the original who is like a classic uh, bad guy, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um the the original has a better ending too.
3: Anyway. Yeah, well, yes, the ending uh, of this is very weird too, with the uh, with the walking tall. Yeah, shut up Don- well, Don so Baker. yeah, he gets, yeah, so yeah, Peter John
1: Gallagher Baker. shows up back in town uh, and he gets a job with his new father-in-law, yep. not father-in-law, stepdad, Step, stepfather, uh, Paul Dooley, Paul Dooley, Dooley and appointed federal he works at an armored car company, gets him a job, gets Peter Gallagher a job at the armored car company where the boss is Joe Don Baker. Cherry job. There's a very weird scene where he's like going an interview for the job and Paul Dooley stops and he's like, okay, when you go in there, he's going to offer you a mint. Don't take it. at the end of the interview he's going to offer you a mint again this time take it and eat it in front of him and you'll get the job um and i felt like well that's interesting and that's maybe going to come up later and it it doesn't well except and i was talking about this with you we couldn't decide does that is paul Dooley in on the job
3: i don't think so i don't know I feel like it could be that that's that's him because he's got the mint, the patties, the mint things, or whatever.
1: Or no, no. no well, Joe da- that's Jodan Baker's thing is the mints, but maybe that's him like communicating to Jodan Baker, like I'm gonna bring this guy in on that job too. Because at, at the end, it turns out that Jodan Baker's the mastermind of the job. Right at the very, the very last shot of the movie. So I was wondering at that point, I was like, oh, maybe the maybe the mint gag was, in the, I- was like him going like, okay. Do this, and then that way, Joe Don Baker will I mean, know that you're on our side.
3: Maybe, but I don't think so because Dooley. The whole point of him being there is that, like, that's like what fucks up Gallagher in that scene is because he's like he's not supposed to be the one who's here, yeah, and yeah. He ends, he's the only one who ends up getting killed in the or he's you know ends up getting killed during the.
0: Right.
1: The hold sure but but I mean. It, yeah, Again, I mean, it just seemed like the whole, I mean, maybe the whole thing could have been contrived that way, is what I'm saying. Like, Dooley didn't know he was going to be the yeah, Patsy either.
3: Maybe. I don't know. That's like, you're, That's like I'm going, I, yeah, I like feel like you're giving this movie way too, much, too credit. much credit, is because I bet if you mentioned Sutterberg, you'd be like, like, I don't fucking know. What, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what are you i are talking
1: about?
2: Oh, I do not know. <laughs> I just wanted to show uh, showcase for my favorite bands in Austin. <laughs>
1: I just thought it was such a weird moment that doesn't go anywhere.
2: That's this whole movie. Yeah, it's, it's true.
3: all like weird moments and weird film filmic tricks that don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's a because because they the they, whole obsession
1: with the lottery is they, very strange. They yeah. do a
3: because then like Peter Gallagher figures out this whole plan with Fichtner, who's his ex girlfriend's new husband, who's the I guess the crime Austin
1: crime lord, and he only he only supposedly comes up with this plan. That's an excuse for why he's been hanging out with his ex girlfriend, right? And he's like, "Are you fucking my wife?" And he's like, "No,
3: actually, we were discussing this plan to uh, er, rob, rob my the armored car." Car, we Got yeah, a job, and, he, and Fichtner
2: goes, "A job, 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 job." Yeah, and, Fichtner, and Fichtner's like owns the club, yeah, and is a uh, an asshole who gets like kind of gets scarier and scarier, and and then in, in his whole performance <laughs> is just is sort of yelling certain lines. Yeah,
3: yeah. it's like, him going, it's him going. He's a lie, he's have, loud, quiet, loud. I am going to fucking kill
2: you yeah, yeah yeah what is the deal with this bullshit yeah or whatever like oh well, this guy's really this guy's totally crazy yes. man he's off kilter you don't know what he's gonna do I always
1: think it's funny that in we've, we've watched a lot of movies like this too the the like these sort of small town very very like mini, minimal character noirs yeah there's always there's always the Fickner character who is like apparently got this town wired. He right? is like the biggest fish in this pond. Yeah. yeah, doesn't make any sense to me. Well, but he's
3: not the he's not the main guy. He's like he's got a guy who's gonna plan the right, car right. robbery though. So and then you find you don't find out who that is until the very end. And yeah. even then, it's actually like a thing where you're like, wait, was it him? Boy, this is a little confusing. This has been confusing because <laughs> I had to rewind it and go like, oh, I see. I guess it was sort of an inside job. (laughs) It was a a (laughs) full—it was a full-on inside job by the guy who runs the armored car company. Uh, What a
1: coinky-dink!
2: But Fickner's like, I got these guys, (laughs) and they'll contact you. And I I thought this was really funny, where like if Gallagher's phone rings, and they go like, "Is it on?" and he goes, "Who is this?" and they go, "Shut up!" Yeah, like, oh, okay. Yeah, and they give him the plan, and it's like if everything's going, they're driving in the car, and if everything's take going well, he takes off his sunglasses, and then if he t- and then if it's going well on Gallagher's side, he raises his hand, right, uh, and then this does in fact happen while he's driving around with Dooley. He's he's uh, disappointed that Dooley's going with him at first. He tries to get him off of it. This this is an immediate a simple plan that immediately goes to shit. Like so fast, yeah. It it it's just fucked from the onset, and Gallagher's terrible at it. He's like, you go in there
3: because there's like a girl I don't want to <laughs> see, and then she walks in because it's Elizabeth Shue who he met on the bus on the way back into town, and yeah. they kind of had a thing. Their thing is also so in- inconsequential, where she's like, she's like, I like this guy, and then they hook up, and he's she's kind of like, Hey, you're not really into me, are you? There's another girl, and he's like, he's like, Yeah, and then he sees her a couple more times, and he's just, she's sort of like. I guess that's too bad that we didn't get together. And you're like, I guess, because you're like, n- seem
2: nice. I love the I love the idea of Elizabeth Shue being like the also ran yeah, lady, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Elizabeth fucking Shue, especially
1: against the girl who uh, is in this.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's pretty, but like sure. Elizabeth Shue is fucking Elizabeth Shue, and he's like, eh, I don't know, I don't know about that. I like this lady who's stilted. She's pretty great. That <laughs> yeah, scene in the where he, where he
1: runs into her like the second or third time, I don't know, in the in the club, and she's got her friend with her and the friend is like clearly knows that this guy is a dipshit. It's really funny. <laughs> oh, hi. Yeah, she's like hi and then and then like Peter Gallagher's like I've got to go right now. I got to go. And and Elizabeth Shue is like don't worry, he'll call and she's like okay. okay good. <laughs> Great.
3: Congratulations. There's a know how to pick him. I mean, it, it's funny cuz we watch we watched so many movies like this where like but in this one you have the you have we actually get we have an interview with the director saying what is wrong with the movie. And I feel like we've watched like 50 movies where I were like, I wish I had that for this. Just because, right. just to be like, because you know that a lot of times it's like there wasn't, this movie didn't go wrong because they made it per purpose this way. A million fucking different things can go. I just read yeah. that uh, Natural Born Killers book, uh, Killer Instinct by yeah, yeah. Jane Hampshire, which is fucking amazing. One of the best Hollywood books I've read. It's about the making of Natural Born Killers. And you read books like that, and it's like, it is... When people say like giving birth is a miracle, which is bullshit because right. that's really, that happens all the time. Here we go. When you, when you get that's to fucking <laughs> Kevin's thing, man, I'm just saying, but when you, when you, when you read a book like that and you, you like realize what, how a movie gets made, mm-hmm. you're like, it, it actually is a miracle when yeah. a movie is made oh, yeah. and, and is, and is fucking actually good <laughs> right. too. Like when you actually finish a movie. So it's amazing to me listening to Soderbergh go like, the reason this movie sucks is because I wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. But you read that book and you go like the reason *Natural Born Killers* almost didn't get made is because a million that, that was a miracle that movie right. is even made. It was
1: even finished and is good. Weird. <laughs> I always think about that. <laughs> but uh, when, uh, it's, when it's I just... watch uh, of all things *Alien* three, which yeah. is a movie that like Fincher hated the experience of making, basically got fired off of. There's there's you know dueling cuts of it. I've always really really liked that movie, but when you know all the shit that went into it, you're like. Movies that I think are this good can barely get made on purpose. But that's the thing, this is, one got made purely by accident. Yeah. <laughs> but
3: watching movies like this, sometimes you're like. How did this get finished? And you're like some, you know, yeah. sometimes you're like this director chose made this choice, but you're like that could have been some fucking dipshit producer way up the line that was like, yeah. you know what I want in here is the kids wearing a baseball cap or something. And they go, oh, are you fucking
2: kidding me? Yeah, it has to be
3: that. Okay, fuck, it's got to be
2: a spider in it at some point. I mean, Just, giant spider.
3: This movie's so low budget that like I think that the studio. He even says in the interview, like the studio didn't give a shit because they were so they were so mired in Waterworld stuff that he's like they That's didn't even they didn't even answer our calls. He's like even if we wanted to get somebody on the phone, yeah, they
2: wouldn't. But he's like we didn't because I didn't care. Yeah, they were that. like they, he's like it's cool because they're not they're leaving you alone. But also you do need to talk to them about you know certain stuff, right? <laughs> you really need like money and whatnot. Um, it's fairly important.
3: So I don't know. I don't know. There's like almost a movie in here if the director gave a shit. Yeah,
2: which he clearly doesn't. He must have been just just. Sort of bummed with the whole situation, in his career or whatever. Yeah, and it kind of shows. It's like this movie has like depression or something.
3: Yeah, yeah the movie feels depressed. <laughs> well, it's so sleepy. It sleeps so in till one o'clock. Yeah. But I mean, that's the thing. It feels depressed. It feels like the movie's like I don't know. I don't want to. Whatever.
1: <laughs> it's almost like it, it. It's too bad that it doesn't work because it seems like he is, he sort of strongly identifies with Peter Gallagher's whole vibe. It's but, sort of like yeah. I'll do it this afternoon. Yeah, it is about
2: his apathy. That's like a running theme. Yeah. Or or just sort of wanting to get out of something, mm-hmm. which is which is what yeah. <laughs> Soderbergh yeah. wanted to do with this whole movie. <laughs> but those scenes where like he where like the the friend
3: of Elizabeth Shue is like this guy's a fucking loser. Yeah those are the scenes where the movie works honestly because you're like oh yeah the movie knows that it's about this kind of but then it's like alright I guess we have to do this plot or whatever (laughs) Anyway, the movie is about a bank, a bank do and he's and he's done crime films since sure, then that yeah. are great. <laughs> I mean, he did one of my
1: all-time favorite crime movies, Out of Sight. <laughs> right, oh, yeah, that was one and of that the was the greatest a, movies ever. And I'm that was the, what I'm two not, films.
3: That was two films after this. That was Schizopolis yeah. and the. Out of I mean, Sight. that was his comeback. Yeah, it was his comeback yeah. movie? I'm That's not the big, I'm not
2: the biggest Soderbergh fan in the world, but Out of Sight is just an great all-time, movie, all time fucking classic. Yeah, here's the line. This is this is what the girlfriend Rachel uh, says to him, like after the whole. Uh, you know, worm is turned or whatever, and she goes, "There's something very powerful about being absent." Yeah, and you could see Soderbergh maybe writing that line in that moment. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm doing it right now. I'm it's out. it's <laughs> all I can. It's all I can do. What am I gonna? What? Hey, what's my line, Stephen?
3: here's just say this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> the, I get it. Did the film run out? Can I go home? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, they do this. They do this armored car heist. Yeah, they do the armored car heist. Paul, Paul Dooley Paul gets Dooley, killed.
3: Paul Dooley gets killed. Elizabeth she is there, so she's kind she of. She works a, at the bank, but she like is in the actual. Yes, but she's in. She's like comes out and is like, "Oh hi," to Peter Gallagher He's like, right Get before down. right before everybody starts. Peter Gallagher
1: gets shot. <laughs>
3: he gets shot. So William it looks, Fittner so, also gets shot. But Peter Gallagher gets shot, and he shoots some people, and it looks like so. It looks like he was a hero that yeah. he was that he did his job, which was like to try and stop. Bank robbers. Paul the, Dooley. Uh, Paul Dooley gets dead. He gets, he gets killed. killed. He gets dead.
1: The the armored car robbery sequence in the original is awesome. Cause it's all they set off all these smoke bombs and the bad guys yeah, are all wearing right. these gas masks. Oh, that's
3: right. That's I, I, I saw the movie so long ago that I barely remember, but I do remember. It's that really, I mean, awesome. it's
1: only in like the last 15 minutes of the movie anyway. It's yeah, like yeah. the climax of the film, but it's really cool.
3: In this one, it's very it's not it's not it's as not cool. Very, it's yeah, not there's very tear cool, gas. It's there's
2: no gas masks. Peter Gallagher's just going, uh, and then it, and it cuts to him like being yeah. in his hospital. Bed. It's shot in a
3: very chaotic way. The hospital stuff I kind of liked where he's like being interviewed by people. And it's kind of this weird like he's, he's all doped up, surreal. like
1: POV shots and stuff. And the whole thing where the other where he he's He's like paranoid now and he wants the other dude to hang out with him. Shelly Duvall is his nurse. Shelly yeah, Shelley is Duvall is his nurse.
3: The scene with the other guy is so. That's like an, a scene that's endemic of this movie because it's like. It go. It feels like it goes on for so long, where he's like talking to Shelly Duval, like, "What's that guy doing out there?" And she's like, "It's his sister." That is, is such it, a weird scene. It, it goes, and then he's like, "Well, can you get her to, get him to come here?" It feels like that whole section keeps going forever. It feels like it's his own movie almost. And yeah. Then, and then, it, and then it turns out like you thought that that, that guy's that a guy, bad guy.
2: Why does that? That guy has <laughs> such a strong farce going that That's that he when he weird. really is. He's in fact, really leading he is into. He's such his a good liar.
3: <laughs> he's really leaning into his fake character that he's that he has planned for a for a guy in the movie who's going to get just murdered in the next the very next scene even up, immediately even up to the point
1: too where where <laughs> Peter Gallagher finally calls him on it and he's like you're where well, you're working for the bad guys uh, fuck you! Get out of here! Get out of here! And the guy's like, "Hey, man, my sister's hurt in you, the next <laughs> room." Screw you! You, you hurt, hurt my feelings, dick. man. And he's like, "All right, all right, I'm sorry. Come on, come on, let's talk, let's talk, let's and talk." Then he, and uh, then he sits
3: down again. He's like, "Okay." And then you're like, "Wait, why did what are they?" Then they have for? a really
1: whole long conversation about this dude. And
3: then he passes. and he passes out. And then he wakes up, and that guy's like, "Hi, I, I was, was a bad, bad guy. guy. <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> None of that was my job. All that making
1: Boy, up a story
3: so
2: about myself. Weird. I had to do that on the fly. I'm pretty good." I'm pretty and, good. Then he, and then he immediately gets shot. It's like, well, that's the end of him. If that guy
1: hadn't got murdered, do you think he like goes home to? his wife he's like oh my god i had to talk to this guy for hours tonight it
2: was not part of the job i had to call an audible and it
1: required so much work <laughs> it's a good thing i graduated from juilliard Yeah,
2: there was layers and layers in that performance that it's i a did a real Holy shit. performer i had to go i had to like try I had to do all kinds of emotion emotional beats and everything just terrible oh it's it terrible so weird
3: but then he but then he goes to this cabin where they he's meeting Fickner and
2: but, but before they he encounters the the good the bad guy who is turns oh, out right. to be bad. His brother like has this like, oh, his real long has whole thing and this is where movie. you find out because I, I, I guess it had been implied, but it just sort of seemed like a regular br- brother relationship. And his brother's like, "I'm gonna fucking bring you down." Everybody thinks you're a hero, but I know that and you're shit. And it's not shit. because you
1: committed a crime; it's because I fucking hate you because you're a deadbeat <laughs> piece of shit and you've never been any good. Well, and then and he's this he's, is what he he's says. been following his
3: ex around the whole time he was gone.
1: Apparently. Yeah, he's been creepy. So he's been creepy too, like, to to Rachel.
3: Follow me around.
2: And this is what he says where it kind of gets to like the root of how I guess how he feels about because. Peter Gallagher is very handsome, and he goes, "You skated along on your looks and charm, just like a woman." <laughs> You're like, ooh, okay. this guy. Uh, all right.
1: <laughs> that that cop character somehow you, not you, played you, by Nikki Cat, by the way. I know, no, right? No, it's just some guy. Yeah, uh, no, you, come you, on. You
2: never get Nicky Cat. Might have been busy.
1: Yeah, sure. You was, have
2: to learn everything about this character from what people tell you about him, because like he, the the performance doesn't get any of it across. He's just it's just sort of a flat performance. But I like, feel like
1: Nicky Cat could have played the other hitman too. Nikki Cat could have played every character I, in this. Yeah, movie. I, like, uh, I just want to like see Nikki Cat. I just like it when he shows up. Be more up. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki
3: Cat could have played Peter Gallagher, and it would have been like, well, <laughs> would have been
1: great. This yeah. guy is weird. Or Warren right. Pickner. Yeah. Or Elizabeth Shoe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nikki Cat in a wig. <laughs> yeah. Pretty man. good. Uh, but yeah so th- so then he gets uh the the really great improv actor bad guy takes him to the house and Fickner's there with uh with Rachel behind him and like, now I'm on guy. Fickner's side and Fickner's like blows the <laughs> like that guy was such a good
1: actor. I really liked one thing in this scene which is the he's got a silenced yeah, I was uh, gonna pistol say. and it's loud. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I,
3: I like yeah. I actually that was one thing that jumped out at me. I'm like oh they the, that's, that's how it that's actually cool. sounds. Cuz when cuz cuz maybe you see silenced movies. peep beep. Yeah, it's not like beep. <laughs> No, it's less loud. Yeah, but it's still it's, like a really loud. Because guns are very loud. Yeah, so it's like less loud. It's like it's not deafening. It's but basically still like very it's basically loud. like muffles it so that like someone two houses away might did be like, did I it? hear a thing? Yeah. Yes. Damn. Did you hear
2: something? <laughs> did you hear something? No. Did I? Did I? I don't know. I don't know. know. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: that's one of my favorite lines.
2: <laughs> and Peter Gallagher is in a wheelchair. He has like a yeah. his arm and leg to cast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, not doing great Then they're, they're carrying him around and, and Fickner basically just sort of goes like ah, ha, ha, ha. I'm gonna take all the money Mwah.
1: he does have a really good line where he's like you know we were doing the grown up thing where it's like we could see whoever gets the biggest share but I'm taking it all I'm taking it all baby it's really funny a yeah bad guy.
3: well cause they were good and their plan was to like leave it with her after they stole it right mm-hmm. And so she's made a presumably she presumably has the money that they stole cause they're like yeah. they're like leave it with the girl and then Fickner and him start fighting or something, right? It's all uh, interestingly. Peter like, Gallagher
2: gets a gun somehow. Does she give him a gun? He she leaves the uh, he leaves the gun on the table, and then like I gotta go like move the body, or he's like helping to move the body or something. Comes right. back, he goes, Gallagher he's like, hey shit gun.
1: man, are you gonna bleed this much when we shoot you? Yeah, it's it's ch- interesting though. Like, she
3: gives him the gun, I think, because she's like, ha, I'm double crossing you now, Fickner, because she's the yeah. one who's like, fuck you, fuck all you guys, which is which is in her defense fair because she's like yeah fuck all like, these fuck guys all you, fuck all you guys i mean you know because she's she's the one getting different, kinds of, by shit different kinds of shitty dudes
2: this is a weird detail is in this room where it's all like their hideout uh, or home base or whatever it is it's written on the wall <laughs> a man is as big this is just written in the back of, on the back of the wall you know how rooms are where you write a thing <laughs> yeah, it yeah. says a man is as big as the things that annoy him <laughs> so interesting if true okay (laughs) it's just fucking strange uh yeah and and so uh Gallagher gets the drop on uh, Fickner somehow, kills him. Yeah, and then he's like lying down. He's like a turtle because he's got all these casts on. He's like, "Hey, come on, baby, help me up." And she's like, "Yeah, nah," and she leaves. And she leaves, leaves the gun there. There's, there's bodies and shit like that. So you know, doesn't look good.
3: Presumably, when he gets found, it'll be like this will be a hard one to explain, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dead bodies all over the place. If only you... Billy
1: Bob Thornton would show up and beg to be shot in the back <laughs> of the head. Oh, you go- just gotta, you're gonna have to blow my <laughs> brains <laughs> out. got oh, brain. God, kill me or go to
3: jail. It's gonna be, it'll be cool. It's
1: cool. It's cool. Cool. I don't want to be here
3: anymore be, I'm, I'm just a real sad sack I'm of real, shit. real sad it, 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 it'll, work, it'll work out great You hey, don't know what daddy we, would say That's when, when up. we were
1: kids We used to eat that big league chew One <laughs> yeah, piece at a time I it was was like used, I yeah, It's like candy
3: I think I still got some Of that big league chew In my stomach <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: cool I like to get that fruit By the foot You know you can, Your daddy don't want To eat none of that Your daddy wants to eat That pea flavored gum
1: Remember how daddy Used to eat that pea flavored gum And then one time He had my banana-licious His head exploded You know I didn't know dad Died from bubble gum Oh yeah Oh yeah Oh come on man he didn't
3: bubble, bubble gum all the time. It was just because he ate some of that fruit by the foot. There was too he much flavor bubble
1: I think he did it on purpose. I think
3: he had too much bubble tape on
2: purpose. He had a Sour Patch Kid. His head blew up. <laughs> it was too much flavor for an old man like him to take. You didn't know that? I've of never, course. I've
1: never even been with a woman, but I've had a lot of bubble tape.
2: <laughs> I shit it all out one time. It looked like I shit out my left <laughs> lung. Uh, it was, it was like, it was it like was a quadro. It looked <laughs> at me. It, it looked at funny. me. It told me to open my mind.
1: I didn't <laughs> told him to start the reactor. I don't, know, I don't know what that meant. I flushed it. I just flushed it. <laughs> told me you are what you
3: poo. You are what you poo. I flushed it straight down the toilet. It was fun. It was fun. Wow. It, was cool. it, was cool. it was cool. It was cool.
1: It was cool, though. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyhow,
3: so that doesn't happen. So she leaves. She leaves Peter <laughs> so that Gallagher there. Doesn't happen. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. Different you're movie. Right. Sorry, I just didn't want listeners to be confused and think that Billy Bob Thornton from *A Simple Quado Plan* showed was in up. this movie? Quado, Gum Quado? And
2: Soderbergh disowned it. Shit, shit, gum, shit, and <laughs> it
3: gum. It was a studio
1: mandated thing.
3: Soder- and Soderbergh was bored making this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this movie I, sounds. Crazy. I just didn't want to do it. It had all these shit quados and stuff in it. I don't know.
3: It just was not what I was interested in doing at that time.
1: <laughs> but anyway so I yeah. guess the, the end of the movie the girl gets away with the money she's like
3: at a gas station and she's or does like she? Mm. she like is driving away and then it cuts to like a shot from inside another car and you see her driving off and then the white van which was the white van from the, rob- we didn't
1: really talk about the white van, the which rubbery. keeps showing up throughout the, the whole movie. It was the white van from the rubbery earlier. The rubbery, the rubbery. So you know,
3: yeah. <laughs> Everybody be cool. This is a rubbery. <laughs> oh, yeah, <very>
1: good. <laughs> I
3: see, I see. Uh, very good. <laughs> so anyway, the white van from the rubbery earlier is like follows her off, and then it cuts to the car, and there's Joe Don Baker watching it, eating peppermint and and patties. Pepper and patties, and you're like, uh, I guess he was in charge. I guess he was behind the whole thing the whole time. I guess yeah. he keeps yeah, talking. He drives uh,
2: off, and it's like, Duh?
3: And he drives off and Soderbergh was just like, I'm glad I'm done with this. He actually told the the president of the Cannes Film Festival that he didn't want them to show it at Cannes and the the guy laughed and was like, we've never had a director say that to us before.
1: That's kind of (laughs) special. I thought it was funny how uh, this movie ends... With music that is remarkably similar to the King of the Hill theme.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest episode of King of the Hill. Yeah. Jesus Christ! <coughs> <of his.
2: laughs> Under Well, the white van. Or I mean, yeah. What, what, underwear.
3: Be, yeah. Underwear. Underwear.
1: The underwear. Steven Soderbergh's the underwear. <laughs>
3: Uh, anyway and then you know and then it's kind of good because this is the movie that gave us uh, the Soderbergh after this which I which he's one of my favorite filmmakers even though I don't love all of his movies mm-hmm. I just love that he I love that someone like Soderbergh exists who's just like I'm going to just constantly be experimenting and making different kinds of yeah. movies. And he's a, and he's a smart dude who like likes to who loves to like work in genres. yeah And so you get you get like weird weird wonky masterpieces like Haywire where you're mm-hmm. like this is a guy I never thought would direct an action movie and I wish more guys like him would actually right? because it because it looks amazing, you know.
1: So. I didn't like the ending of this movie as much also because I back-to-backed it with the original and in the original the guy meets him and the guy comes to the hospital and he bribes that guy the dude's a hitman is there to is there yeah. to shoot him he bribes that guy to take him to the girl okay to ivan de carlo and uh the guy does take him to Yvonne De Carlo, and uh, Yvonne De Carlo sees Burt Lancaster, and he's all fucked up now. And she's like, "I was thinking about uh, maybe we could get back together, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the money you know, and ditch you." Which is similar to the way this similar. Ends. Then Dan Dandurier shows up, and he's like, "I knew my hitman would you would bribe him, and he would take you, and that's how I found you." And then he shoots them and leaves. Wow. And they just they just die. That's dark. That's the end. <laughs> I know that Crisscross noir. is actually
3: one that comes up with people that is. I've, I know a few people who say it's like their favorite noir. It's pretty that fucking. And that good. might be part of it. Is that it's like is that they're like I love how it ends where they where they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> the bad guy kills them. I mean, presumably she's presumably they're going to kill her and yeah. then even maybe go back to that cabin and like kill Gallagher and like clean it up and make it just disappear. You know, yeah, because it was not good for Joe Don Baker necessarily either. If Gallagher's found at this place right. with a bunch of dead bodies and a gun, <laughs> and at the he's... very at the very
1: least, with Gallagher and the girl gone, yeah, he gets the money. Yep. probably collects insurance on the money, so yep. he'll double that. Yeah, and gets to go. Turns out it was an inside job by the hero, and they banish with the money. Yeah. Hmm. So he'll he'll get he'll get his money back get to keep his yep. his losses he gets to keep that that's gravy for him yeah mm. Pretty this cool. is
3: this is all this is all heavily implied, implied yeah <laughs> so we are inferring a lot in this in this ending because you're just it just sort of pops up there and you go oh wait oh, what huh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you had
1: to explain it to me I'm like what the fuck was going on there and you're like, I had I to rewind
3: know. it and watch it a couple of times so I was like oh okay the right. white van from earlier but it's because oh. like, that's the white van that was the, at the rubbery at the rubbery I guess I didn't put yeah.
2: the van all I knew it was just like yeah I guess Joe Don Baker was in on it because he's yeah.
3: watching because she leaves and then the van comes out from behind the gas
2: station but Joe Don Baker has been such a like he's only in it for like three minutes or five yeah. minutes yeah. before then so it's not like oh shit right, right. whoa it's just like man okay I guess yeah and <laughs> and, and it the most, also the important thing is it's over well, <laughs> basically because <laughs> uh, the themes of the movie you can hear are,
3: like yeah right dusting yeah. his hands off it's funny too that it ends on like a such a like a uh, such a, a plot a note a plot note kind of because the movie the whole time has just been this thematically like you were saying it feels like the movie's depressed and so mm-hmm. but then the movie just on the last shot of the movie it's like ha that's the plot and you're like what the plot what were you ever <laughs> interested in that even at all for no for like ten minutes it maybe. it turns out no
2: yeah uh, it turns
3: out no not at all not at all. Um, he There's also, a, yeah, also in the book, uh, Getting Away With It, Stoderberg uh, Is that the, uh, it's the like Richard diary. Lester book? Yeah, he has half of it's interviews with him interviewing Richard Lester and half of it's like his diary when he was doing the underneath and then uh, most of it's like his diary entries when he was making Schizopolis. Mm-hmm. But you do hear he is in that going like, I hate me, I hate making this movie, I hate it. Jeez,
2: <laughs> Christ. Anyway. Uh, this uh, movie has some like, some kind of like fun um, kind of noirish, bantery oh, yeah. dialogue. There's a scene in it actually where Peter Gallagher first kind of like meets up with uh, Rachel for the first time in a long time since he left to clear his debts or whatever. That really reminded me of that first scene where George Clooney and Julia Roberts talk to each other mm-hmm. uh, in Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. where she's like, uh, where he's like, "Does he make you laugh? She doesn't make me cry." Like it's it's <laughs> right. like that scene, but like a lot shorter and stuff. But it's a, like a lot of the same stuff is going on. But this is this is a scene from the flashback where he's like saying some sort of like faux profound thing that he, he kind of drops some like some like uh, philosophy bombs occasionally. And she and she says to him, um, the idea that you think you make sense is really terrifying. And He goes, I know. Jeez. <laughs> like, uh. This is one of the lyrics from the ska band song that I thought was funny. <laughs> Steve Austin can walk the plank doing the scoliosis skank. Yeah. And then at the end of the song, he goes, this song is dedicated to Brian. He's in the audience. This is about his back. Yeah. Because I guess Brian in the what audience the has scoliosis. There you go. That's stupid. That's a real line. There you go. Uh, this is, um, <clears throat> this, this tells you everything. This is a very quick way to get to know a character. This is one of the things that we hear Fickner say to uh, <laughs> to Rachel. And this is what they're like as a couple. She's reading what uh, I don't know a magazine or something. And he goes, "What you reading about, hun? Tit jobs?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Then oh, she then she, she goes she goes Yeah, I'm
3: thinking of getting one for my forehead, which <laughs> uh, I thought was uh, pretty good. Pretty uh, good comeback,
2: sure. Um, and this is and this is a part where uh, Gallagher he's like talking about the plan with Gallagher, and, and Gallagher says, "You got to do this or something." And Victor goes, "I'd rather eat airline food." So he's <laughs> trying out his tight five. He's fun. He's fun just doing doing the hacky uh <laughs> mm. that stuff where it plays well is in well in the sticks though you know like <laughs> right right it's great They love it there and uh, no, don't get me started on my mother in law <laughs> women drivers have you been to
1: the dmv lately oh, man oh
2: these oh my god oh,
1: nobody god. wants to be there <laughs> <laughs> uh, ratings uh 3 Judds. wow yeah Jesus. Jesus Christ! I, I thought it was, I've seen this probably like three or four times over you know the last twenty five years. God, it's twenty five years old. Mm. If Steven Soderbergh ever hears you gave it such a high high grade, he's
3: gonna fucking get the shit I out li- of
1: I liked it this time more than I have ever liked it, probably because I was more aware than ever before of the ways in which I thought it was a mess. Yeah. And knowing how Soderbergh works, I could you could see a lot of Soderbergh in it, and I just thought it was interesting to watch. So I'm gonna right. give it three juds. Uh, I don't know how many Douglas is like
3: no. Not really. Not really yeah, there's, a, there's, there's, a lot there's a lot of
1: Gallagher butt. There's some Gallagher yeah, there's butt. There's a second. Let's give it one Douglas. <laughs> Okay, uh, for for you know, and like you see him, he slept with uh, Elizabeth Shue. There are t- yeah. there
3: is there are sex scenes. There's two sex scenes, but all the nudity like is one Gallagher one scene. But it's all Gallagher, yeah. yeah.
1: It's all. There's the all scene. Gallagher. There's a scene where he's when he's at the beginning of the movie where his brother walks in. He's like, "Nice ass."
2: He says, "Nice butt." It's and you don't know it's his brother at the time, so I, it kind of like Weird. But why else would that guy be in that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nice butt. I hate yeah, you. I it turns so, out yeah. later on, you'll find out I hate you. Yeah.
1: Uh, and I guess I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. He's, I don't know what, 10 out of 10 uh, giant satellite dishes. Nice. Oh, careful with that thing. <laughs> those not safe. Don't stand not in front Not 100% of those. safe.
2: As far as the guy setting up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it two and a half. It's like not a good movie, but it is It is interesting in ways. And it's, like I said, like if it was a student film, you'd be like, this fucking guy has got it. Right. He's going to have a career. Uh, it's like Bottle Rocket.
1: When you watch that, you're like, oh, it's like it, he Soderbergh. I, I don't know if I'm gonna. But bottle you know, rocket's fun to watch. I know. I'm just saying. It's yeah, like yeah. that's what he saw. Oh, right, right,
2: right, right. Yeah, yeah.
1: but Soderbergh is. It
2: says something like that's. that's uh, his analysis of his own movie is so honest and, and accurate. It's very clear. He says something like, "I watched it again. I was really expecting it to be like terrible, and it's not terrible. Like I was doing the job in the way that you do. Like if someone throws a basketball at you, you instinctively like he says he was yeah, like yeah. I was operating on just like reflexes. Right, and and so like his reflexes are good enough that even like in basically in a stupor he still is able to make a kind of solid enough movie he's right. able
3: to put a whole thing together yeah, yeah it is a movie it's not it's it's honestly not as disjointed or like wonky as the other two movies we oh, talked about yeah.
2: like it actually tight t- as on- a drum compared to uh desperate hours right yeah.
3: like it's like okay yeah i mean everything works i suppose it's
1: funny to me too because like there there are so many movies where you can tell a director is checked out but they're doing weird shit to keep themselves interested and that works. Like that in and of itself can be fun. Like uh, weird example, but like Spider-Man 3, you know, Raimi Raimi doesn't want to make that movie. Famously hated making that movie, but so now you get the dance sequences and stuff (laughs) like that. And I, I enjoy that shit. I think that's really fun. And I kind of was thinking, wouldn't it be neat to watch Soderbergh do that? Yeah, like keep like he he doesn't he can't do that he can't go like I'm just gonna fuck off to do what I'm whatever well, no I, he's too he's too invested in the whole process <laughs> right. and the idea of what he's supposed to be doing that if he can't connect with the material it's just not gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah yeah.
3: So I mean, so his weird choices in this are still like, well, okay, he's right. Right, he can't not he can't
1: not try. Yeah, <laughs> he can't. This, just, is him, this is him not trying. Yeah, right. And it's,
3: yeah, it's it's still kind of interesting it's to interesting. watch. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I would like I would like to see him doing. I want to. I want. I don't want Steven Soderbergh to have to make a movie that he doesn't want to make. But I would <laughs> I would like to see the the Spider Man three version of a Soderbergh movie where he's just like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm gonna give it one and a half, Douglas's, just for the ample, uh, ample Gallagher buttocks, right? Uh, and that that first scene, like if you ever want to see a stilted nude scene, too, like <laughs> the, it's really like that guy knows that is a guy taking his pants off that is aware there's a camera, button. right? <laughs> it's,
1: it's pretty weird. And he three or four be more <laughs> takes for him be be to get comfortable. Then with get
2: it. comfortable taking his pants off, and like yeah, okay, hula out of them, uh, <laughs> and then. Uh, uh, I'm going to give it uh, 10 out of 10 scoliosis skanks. <laughs> nice. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I'm going two and a half.
3: Also, sticking with my theme. Wow, of I can't two believe I liked
1: it more than you guys. That's crazy. Cool. I
3: liked it. Mm. I liked it less this time than I did the first time I watched it. I think the first time I watched it, I was kind of like, that was pretty good. And I think I'd heard it was bad, and mm-hmm. I watched it and I'm like, that was fine. And then this time I watched it, and I was kind of like, no, Steven Soderbergh's right. This isn't very good. Right, right. But it's also I'm like, I don't think it's as bad as he thinks it is. I think it's like it's just not all, like a fiasco. It's like a movie that's like almost there. It's like all three of these for me, where yeah. you're like, yeah, you almost had something, and you didn't quite do it. You fucked up. You fucked around a little too much. And also, in this case, in this case, admittedly, didn't give a shit yeah.
1: about the movie. For me, these movies have a ceiling. So, like, I, like famously, I wasn't as into like Red Rock West as as you guys are. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and I'm not saying anything bad about Red Rock West, but these kind of like small thrillers, right? That the you know whatever can go wrong will go wrong. Kind of, those have a ceiling for me, and this one I thought was fine. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean this one. This one, I think, did the best of the three at yeah. like not kind of just spinning its own wheels off into wherever. Yeah, yeah. Like, like postman is like, we want to make a movie that takes place in the 30s, and we don't give a shit about the crime thing. You yeah, know? yeah, So you yeah. still loses, you lose a track. And Desperate Hours is just like doesn't know what it wants to do.
2: It's interesting scene that scene to it, scene, it is the movie that is the most interested in its plot. And uh, and it is by the director who admittedly, who, who admittedly was, not was interested. like I am
3: not interested in this in <laughs> yeah. making this movie at all. <laughs> Somehow stealthily more but successful. It's sort of the, it's like the tightest of the three where you're yeah. like, well, okay, yeah. This I mean, it, it ends up working yeah. despite him going like not caring about it working or not. Uh, I'll give it like one. I'll give it one. Douglas. It's, it's not. It's hardly sleazy at all either. Yeah. It's just. It's just shots of his butt. It's all very. It's all very uh, in. You know. It's rolling around in bed or whatever. It's all consensual. There's no crotch grabbing or anything in it, you know? It's all consensual.
1: Consensual yeah. Gallagher butt. I'm just saying, you know, you get more Douglas and consent, Kevin. You, you
3: get more Douglass if there's a cougar in the room. On the fucking, <laughs> that's all. Uh, and fuck, what, what even happens in this movie? Peppermint patties. Uh, yeah, I'll give it... Uh, yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it ten out of ten. There <laughs> you go. Know. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? I who who gives a shit? You, Steven Soderbergh certainly didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give a shit about,
2: as much about that as he did about this movie. Good job.
3: We good job it. to us. We did it. We, we did survived.
2: It. We, we got through the best. The best little noir house part one. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm starting to like it more or less or what. I, I like it about the same.
1: It's growing on me. Yeah, it's I'm
2: going good. with it.
3: Uh, so next time, next time we're not doing best. We're, we're not going to. We're going no, to come
1: back to this 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 category we'll later. We've steam. got a list of, of them. Yeah. Uh, but next time we're going to move on to Anthony Hopkins. So terrible in Desperate Hours. Yep. So we're gonna <laughs> we're going to investigate that further with some some more <laughs> relatively more recent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Starting with Instinct, where he plays a feral man on trial for murder, being defended by Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh boy. Fracture, the Fracture, some kind of legal thriller about which I know nothing. Other than it's also stars, uh, I believe, Ryan Gosling and is directed by our favorite filmmaker, Gregory Hoblet. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> back to the Hoblet. Back trilogy. to the Hoblet trilogy. God
2: almighty. There and back so again. So
1: much Hoblet. This will be, be the start of our second Hoblet trilogy, the the more unnecessary one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> more unnecessary. Oh, my
1: God. Uh, and, An unnecessary journey. And, and speaking of unnecessary <laughs> films, a movie called Solace. Which was written as a sequel to Seven. And was made, what, decades <laughs> and later? And was made many years after that fact, not as a sequel to Seven, but maintains the original screenplay's conceit of the character that would have been played by, it would have been Somerset, Morgan Freeman's character, now Anthony Hopkins, as a psychic.
0: Yeah. I've wow. had this movie
1: re- recommended to me many times, I'm so sure I'm pretty excited about I've, it. I know I've seen it, uh, because I, I, it was one of those, I saw it because it had been made and not released for a very long time. It just sort of sat on the shelf. And then one day Scarecrow caught a ru- got a Russian <laughs> DVD copy of it because it had apparently come out on DVD in Russia. Nice. Wow. It is- oh, it sucks. All right. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> Look forward to that, everybody. Three,
3: three Anthony Hopkins just being shitty. Mm.
1: That is going to be something else.
3: Non-Academy Award winning performances <laughs> yep.
1: by Anthony Hopkins. Yep. <laughs> Although if you want to see a really good thriller with Anthony Hopkins, watch The Edge. Oh, yeah,
2: Fedge. With, I might with, watch that With sometime. Baldwin
1: and written by Mamet as a, under a pseudonym really really I fucking watched that like three or four months ago it's so good it really just I thought it was great
2: and watch Nixon people for Christ's sake What huh? <laughs> are <One of> my <laughs> all oh yeah, favorite yeah. I was like what is that I'm
1: like oh Hopkins yeah Nixon is great and watch Nixon yeah.
2: Nixon you couldn't was... remember he was in it because he disappears into the role that Richard Nixon kind was of? playing himself
1: well yeah but it's, because he, looks just it's like... because he doesn't play Richard Nixon he plays Yoda as like a <laughs> manic depressive <laughs> megalomaniac cocksucker <laughs> well,
0: that's, that's Nixon
3: for you penny
1: for your thoughts Dick <laughs> My was favorite evil, piece of Nixon was evil. Nixon was
3: evil Yoda in a lot of ways. <laughs> it's true, it's
1: true. Ugh.
3: All, All right. right.
2: Well, that's it. Follow that's us it. on
3: Patreon. Yeah, get on our Patreon. We got a like good one. Rate ones.
2: us on iTunes, please. Yeah. Five stars for Christ's sake! We yeah, rate like us Two, five two stars. people rated us one star. Like really? What, what kind of sick fucking bitch? <laughs> Assholes. What kind of a sick bitch rates a <laughs> so like a small podcast one star? What the fuck no. is wrong with you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> or at least leave a comment telling us how much we suck. If uh, you're going to do that, they sure didn't tell <laughs> yeah. you that much.
2: Just didn't
3: like it. Didn't work for me. One star. Mm. <laughs> Too many digressions. Just Not enough digressions. Just move on.
1: Yeah. One star. It was probably that dude I blocked and told the fuck off on the podcast. Oh,
3: no. Okay, well, let's not bring that up again. Uh, anyway, that's all that stuff. So, uh, until next time, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Scoliosis gang. That's about you, Jeremy. You know that? <laughs> All right.